Joe, 13C, can we get jazz hands from you, sir? Of course. Let's see the jazz hands. There you go. Joe's doing jazz hands. Walter's doing jazz hands. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl, United Airlines. (laughs) Don't fly with your dog. Don't even fly on United Airlines. Big girl panties on tonight. Uh, This is episode 156 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, live from the Big Daddy Guns studios, which is everywhere now. Get Big Daddy Gun signs everywhere. <laughs> we are live, guys, and uh, we're back here. Obviously, we're going to talk about gun control and lots of other things going on in the news. Where we've joining us tonight, we've got Joe from 13C Gun Reviews in the his house. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, Hank? Good to see you guys, Walter. Good to see you too. Oh, yes, Joe. Yeah. Always good to see you. Yes. Yeah, through some kind of government mind trickery, Joe, I can see daylight out the window behind you. Yes, you can. It is still uh, it's still uh, the government's controlling our clock. So hopefully, uh, well, we can get in that later, but hopefully Florida makes at least one good decision this year and uh, never changes their clocks again. Yeah, uh, I saw that was being inter- uh, the bills being put on his desk for our, our lame duck. Yeah, uh, I wish. OK, I wish they would have put that bill on um, two weeks ago. OK, put that bill on his desk instead of the nonsense that went on Scott's desk. But, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll, we will get into that. Yeah. We've got Walter Keller of Safety Harbor Firearms. He couldn't come hang out with us last night. He had some kind of d- hot date. No, I had to go hang out with actually one of the guys is one of my machinists. His wife, they him and his wife just had a new baby. Oh, cool. So we went to go see meet the baby, so to speak. Oh, who is this? Who had a baby? Had, uh, what's that? Who had a baby? My, do can I say, say can we say his name? I don't know. Well, Mike Grosnick of uh, MG Industries, who does machining for me. Oh, cool. Down here in Florida, uh, oh, okay. Have been trying for a long time, and they actually did it the. Um, I would say they they didn't they didn't do it the old fashioned way. They did it uh, via the uh, in vitro and fertil, uh, fertilization. I think so. Uh, okay, awesome. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah. 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 You know. That's the old fashioned. That's that's the hard way, I guess. I, I, I was just thinking, you know, a bottle of tequila and, and, and getting too drunk. And next thing you know, you have a baby. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, con- congratulations to them for bringing another life into the world. That's awesome. Yes, and, and a very and a very um, welcome one and very uh, spoiled one. So, um, yeah. oh, as, did they have a boy or a girl? A little boy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Did they name this little boy Hank? <sighs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Oh, damn it. <laughs> and if they had a girl, they could have named her like Hankarita. Hankarita. Yeah. You know, something like that. You know, <laughs> no, I'm sure there's all kinds of variations of Hank. <laughs> Hankarietta, maybe. You know? <laughs> I never heard these. This must be new stuff. Huh? Yeah. They're all welcome in my world. <laughs> Well, so okay, so cool. We're gonna we're gonna jump into a whole bunch of things. We got a lot of things. We're gonna catch up with you, see what's going on. Uh, we got lots of things going on here. I do want to shout out everyone that's joining us in the chat. Please click the thumbs ups, guys. We need the thumbs up. We need the thumbs up this way. You know, this way is for thumbs. This is how we prove that your thumbs are not in your butt, that they're up. <laughs> hey Okay. So we got to give us the thumbs ups. They're not brown either, but, you know. Yeah. You know, because some people, some people out there are just joking right now in this country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people have just lost their minds completely. So oh, I am. Go ahead. What's up? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, a couple of things. But last night, you man, you rocked the uh, the show rock, man. A lot, a lot of likes and stuff, you know. 
Oh yeah, very cool. Yeah, I think we got over four hundred. Yeah. And then Babyface was giving away secrets on me. Do you want to give away some secrets on me today if we get to four hundred? I don't have any secrets. Oh, you don't have any secrets on me? Good, Walter. You, you, sir, are a true gentleman and a real friend. You don't have any secrets. <laughs> I, have, I haven't been to the inner sanctum of Hankton Hankville. Oh, I don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> Gotta have some kind of secrets about me. Who knows? Every every babyface apparently was holding on to a couple. Yeah, I, I don't have anything. I really don't. So yeah. So okay, good. I like it. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> All right. And then also I want to remind everyone out there that what we're doing now, we have an email list. Okay. It's called hankstrange.tv. That's how you keep up with me. If YouTube pulls the the plug. You know, like the plug that their finger is up their butt. If they pull that and they pull the plug on us, then this is a way that we keep in touch with you guys. And what we're doing is we're going to give away everything through HankStrange.tv. So all you have to do is go there, put in your email address, get on our list, and we're going to give away stuff. And I'm actually going to talk about some things. Let me show you guys real quick right now. We are giving away these hats right here. Two people... On Thursday, on the show, I'm going to announce two people that will get these hats. And what you have to do is go to these are Big Daddy Guns hats. See that? Two kinds of like digital camo hats. And you go to uh, Instagram and I have a video up there. You need to like that video, comment on it and all that kind of stuff. And then follow Big Daddy Guns on Instagram. And then, of course, make sure make sure that your um, that your email address is in the list. And then for each person, I'm also going to throw in some patches. How about that? Got some. See, there you go. Some Big Daddy Guns patches are going to get thrown into there. Whatever we give away is going to go through HankStrange.tv. All you do is go to www.hankstrange.tv and um, put your email address in there. It's pretty It's pretty easy. So let me um, let me go down the list real quick here. And by the way, don't forget to like, share and all that kind of stuff. Okay, we need all of those. Um, I think I hope that's what you guys are doing because you're really quiet over there. Yeah, I'm actually posting. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm making an Instagram post right now. Sorry. Awesome. No, that's good. That's good stuff. So let me run down here and shout out everyone in the chat. Let's see who we have going on in here. So Joe Carpenter says he's number one. Joe Carpenter was number one. Man, I think he I think he was number one yesterday too. Uh, I can't remember, but and then the Tyvin show Tyvin. is also in here. Uh let's see. The Tyvin show was texting me. He was like, Hank. There's no, there's no show thing. What's going on? <laughs> Just at, the, at the moment that I was posting it, he was like, what's up, man? Where, where's the show? So E-Rock is no, says he's number two, but, you know, uh, Tyvin Show is fighting with him for the number two spot. Tango Hunter is number three. Rick Day, number four. What's going on? Lost in Outdoors also here. Jolly Roger USA. He says, I'm at least in the first 10. <laughs> nice. Joe Carpenter says he feels lubricious. <laughs> uh you know boss hog is also in uh let's see uh rick day says living a locked and loaded lifestyle is what's up so there you go rick day uh he also says pineapple pizza pineapple on pizza is also what's up so that's I, pretty good though i didn't have it but that sounds good I yeah I, I like pineapple on I pizza don't do lot, i don't do a lot of veggies on my pie but i do like pineapple that's what I do. yeah pineapple's cool pineapple chicken that's you know about all i can handle uh, Tango Hunter, let's see, Michael Bender, Bricks, Bricks is also going, says, what's up, everyone? I saw Bricks just reposted something, I think, on the Twitters or one of those. Um, Hillbilly Nitro USA says, hello, all. Hamburger Helper says, Hank fans, uh, thumbs ups. Uh, Imposter also says, hello, all. Foxtrot 
Echo says, are we there yet? <laughs> Stop. And, yeah. And Rick Day says, who's a patron of Hank up in here? So, um, Rick, if you're a patron, thank you. Anyone else who's who's a patron in here? Thank you as well. I see. I think it's 13C Joe just just uh, also Twittered. Uh, let's see. Let's see what goes on here. Um, hamburger Helper says dog on a plane question mark so i don't know maybe everyone didn't hear about this but i saw it was a big trending thing so we're going to talk about the dog on the plane today it's not good news it's not good news if you're a dog owner you won't be happy we already hate united airlines as it is this is not going to help you love them you gotta yeah is united airlines the most hated airlines right now because you know yeah they're pretty they suck they're pretty (laughs) horrible Aren't these the guys that try to like uh, they refuse to give anyone an NRA discount recently? Um, that was was that Delta? Okay, that I thought Delta it was United. It's, it's who's when it. I think it's. Oh God, I can't remember. Uh, let's just put them all. United. Let's just put them all in there. <laughs> it could I think be it's both. United. Whoever has their hub in Atlanta, right? I think yeah, it, I think it's Delta. I think it was Delta lost their uh, their tax credit thing on the fuel. Or something like that. Yeah, because they they were trying to start some trouble. But United has been in the news quite a bit. So they're, they're, you know, probably the most hated airline right now. Screaming Skull Saloon is in in here. Um, Let's see. Armament and Axes as well. Uh, Kentucky Firearms Network says, what's up, party people? Uh, Let me see who else. Uh, Raleigh Wilkes, Rex Allen. um, Richard Hughes says Delta. Uh, Andrew uh, Mishy says, um, got a site and sign up for a notification. Uh, this, I, I'm not sure what that's about. Okay. Uh, Armsman is in here. Jake West, John, John Deere. Did I read that right? John. Yeah. John Dieter. Excuse me. <laughs> Be safe. 24 seven. Um, shout out from Maryland. Um, says we can uh, pray for us. We can only purchase guns with 10 round maximum magazines. That's pretty horrible. Um, it's a little bit better than like what's New York? New York is also 10, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. D head says Delta. Richard Hughes says Delta. Robert Norton says United. <laughs> so uh, I carry my revolver in single action says um, something about Delta that just scroll like this thing is just scrolling right by me. Oh, yeah. So I'm. Uh, what did he say? Delta lost fifty million. So there you go. Um, let's see. Recall Junkie, nineteen eighty one. Southwest just killed Happy Hour and raised drink prices. On top of that, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't. I don't know anything about that, but because I know drinks on Southwest for five bucks a pop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Isn't that? Isn't that? We flew Southwest to someplace, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Let's see. What's this? What's this? Oh, you got a drink. He's got a drink. I don't coupons. have any. Right. I don't have any drink. Somebody has drink coupons for four four of them. They just out of the blue, they came in the mail the other day. I have no idea why or from where, but I got four drink coupons. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch that. I'm I'm, I'm getting turned. (laughs) The the promotional mail shows up and a lot of times I've tore stuff up and just thrown it away. Yeah. uh I don't know how many I've, I think I've thrown those away before, but uh, yeah, it just showed up and I, for whatever reason I opened it and uh, four drink coupons were in there. So bingo. Cheers. By the way, I hate I hate Southwest Airlines. <laughs> really? Yeah, because of that stupid cattle call thing. I never did that before. And yeah, then Walter, 
He was so stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. Walter and I did that. I was like, what the hell is this, man? <laughs> you know, I, I, honestly, Southwest may be one of my favorite airlines. They're not, they're not douchebags when you're on the plane. They generally, they handle things well. If you have a problem with customer service, they do well. Um, and I don't know. I like Southwest. Bags fly free. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't own any Southwest stock, but I kind of, I kind of, they're honestly one of my preferred airlines. If I'm flying, you know, coach and in the back of the bus, I don't, I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. You're probably not wrong. I just hate the part about like the, the crazy lineup. Guy the lineup. Yeah. yeah. He didn't like the lineup. Yeah. 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 The lineup is a little weird. Yeah. The lineup just totally threw me. So <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see who else is in here. Fadash Hillary, 762 by 45R. Uh, Weston Probe, Scamp 900, Rusty Shackelford says, hey, my fellow gun-toting animals. <laughs> um, yeah, Rusty Shack- Shackelford, I think that didn't, um, didn't Babyface say he's big on one of those Insta-tweet megagrams? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, one of those things. I believe, what was it? Uh, I don't know. It was something that I don't use often enough. One of the social medias I don't use often enough. Uh, so let's see. Robert Norton, Ridge Runner, uh, Jumpy Killer QX says, uh, uh, and then William Hoffman, Double Y, Texas Pride says, Howdy, y'all. There's a lot of people in here. I can't, I can't really keep up with this. You already got 126 likes, man, and, and 192 watching. So yeah, you're uh, yeah, right off the bat, man. No, uh, yeah. Don't I think that yeah, that's awesome. get wound up, man. There's like, pow. Yeah, I think the people like getting shout outs. If you guys like getting the shout outs, let me know, because I think people out there like, you know, getting the shout outs. Adam Paul, I see lots of new people. Chad Christian, Opt Out of Gun Control is in there. Shout out to Opt Out of Gun Control. He was on the show last week. SoCal Pitts says, I got my GOA membership in the mail today. Very cool. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, they probably sent some stickers. Uh, Did you get yours yet? Um. I sent them some money. I just made a donation. I don't know if it was um, an official membership thing or anything like that. They've been sending that to me in the mail a long time. So, uh, yeah. I, uh, I've been, I mean, the GOA, honestly, is one of my favorite organizations. I've been a member of them, I think, since I've been about 21 uh, was when I first stumbled across them. Okay. And uh, I've been a member since then. I've been an NRA member since 18, but the difference is I've had a GOA membership consecutively since I've been 20. Wow. The NRA. I've dropped on and off over the years as they've pissed me off and or stabbed me in the back. So how old are you now? 23, 24? I, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Double that. <laughs> oh yeah. That's okay. That's cool, man. Respect yeah. to that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did the, uh, I did the life membership thing with the NRA the day after um, Bill Clinton got elected mm-hmm. because that was, um, that was a, that was a bad day. You were mad. You were pretty mad if you went and plopped down the life. Because how much was it back then? How much was it? 200 bucks, I think. Oh, oh, actually, that was, you did the, you did had, the very wise the payment, thing. I did the payment plan thing, you know, and I paid X amount a quarter, two or 300, whatever it was. And, oh, okay. You know, it wasn't that big of a deal like that. But um, now, I, you know what I did today? I should have made a video of it. I, I had an NRA t-shirt that said, uh, you know, uh, uh, I forget what it had, a, blo- a slogan on the back about the English thing. You know, don't worry, carry carry concealed or some stuff like that i cut it up made it into a rag today <laughs> i'm just like yeah. i'm not wearing the shirt anymore fuck no yeah. yeah um there's actually if you guys hold on 
if have you guys ever been to and then someone told me that the Forge from Freedom link, I've got to check with Lola. I don't know. Someone just called her and she left. But if you go to Forge from Freedom, right? The um <laughs> if you go to, to Forge from Freedom, go to their website and then look for the Hank Strange collection, you will actually see it's not just in my collection, but it's it's uh it's out there. You will see there's a new shirt. Yeah, the NRA one. Yeah, there's a new NRA shirt. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up here so I can show everyone right now if it would load. I don't know why my thing's taking so long to load. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, so pulling that up so you guys can check this out. So it's it's negotiating rights away. Yeah. <laughs> That's um. Someone gave me that idea here. Someone me messaged me, I think, during the chat or something like that. So that one's on there. You know, that's uh, new in the Forge from Freedom. So, you know, I don't know. Just, just, it's just uh, depressing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It is to see what's going on with them. Like, they create a problem, then they're going to benefit from that, from trying to look like they're fighting for that problem. Yeah. And, and that, and what they opened up is uh, the floodgates of things that are, that are really going to be depressive to the to the industry and then to freedom itself you know and then they don't try to they don't try to you know change that or do anything to the backpedal out of it they just i guess they just go forward you know i don't know yeah well they said and, and even mac was showing this they said that they they think that anything that changes the rate of fire should be under the same regulations as machine guns and and that's what people are trying to pull over on us right now mm -hmm. yeah. you know yeah. so um let's see did i okay i'm just going to quickly go down anyone i'm going to i'm going to shout out the last people in here nick of earth andrew uh michi i think lv louis cypher alec f1 midnight range tm scott rousseau mw tacticals also in here let's see Mubut is in here grizz three liberty life uh jean javela is in here mike the wop is also in here treadhead 44 in here nico sour Mike the Um, um, I guess these guys are trying to help out Mr. FNH get 50 subs. So um is okay, Mr. FNH is in here. Mr. FNH, whoever's in the chat, guys, and I think there's over 200 people here in the chat. Is that a YouTube? Go, yeah, I think so. Go to Mr. FNH's um YouTube channel and let me see. I'm gonna search. Let's go on YouTube and search Mr. FNH. Hold on. I'm gonna open up a window. I got to open up an extra window here, folks. This is like very exciting. Local nodular hyperplasia. <laughs> what was that? Where did you find that? <laughs> I just typed it in on Google and that's what I got. Okay. Obviously. Okay. Yeah, Mr. FNH, he looks like he has 21 videos. He's got 42 people subscribed to him. Now he's got 43. Hang on a second. Just give me a he's moment. He's got 43. Someone keep me appraised with the countdown. I think we could definitely get him to 50 without a doubt. We can do that. We can do it. So I encourage everyone to go there. If you can do it, Joe, Walter. Mr. FNH and friends. Is that what it is? I think so. That's what it looked like to me when I, yeah. Now he's um, got uh, he's going to have 52. Boom. 52. All right. Awesome. Awesome. I think we can get him to a hundred people. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> Hamburger helper says uh, he got it. Hillbilly nitro USA says, Hank, I'm almost 200 subs. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Let's go do hillbilly nitro usa as well okay we're not gonna do everyone tonight 
but let's go. We're not actually going to do Hillbilly Nitro. We're not going to do him. You know, but we'll we'll go to his channel too and help him get to 200. Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. Hillbilly Nitro. Let's uh, let's go in there. Yes, he is close. He's 193. Boom. That's Just cool. added another one. Oh, wait so there a minute. That must not be the right one. Um, yeah, it's basically a dude with a red baseball cap on there, and it should say Hillbilly Nitro USA. Oh, USA. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, you, I just looked up and read the dog story while you guys are looking that up, mm-hmm. and that just ruined my night. I know, man. You're because you're. That's that's boom two hundred one for Hillbilly Nitro. Yes, absolutely. So, congratulations to everyone. Thanks for everyone who's in here now, guys. Definitely hit the thumbs ups, okay? Because we need the thumbs ups. Joe, absolutely. since you pulled up that story, do you do you want to read it? You're already in there. Why don't you pull it up? Yeah. and read yeah, that, I'm man. Right Let's here. talk about that here. So. So this story, and Hank, you just turned it on to me tonight, um, and I'm reading off the CNBC website because that's the first one that popped up. United Airlines apologizes for a dog that died after being put in the overhead bin. Um, Apparently, a flight attendant told the owner of the dog they had to put it in the overhead bin because it didn't completely fit under the seat, I guess, and was partially sticking out of the aisle. So they put it up. By the end of the flight, uh, uh... United spokeswoman, uh, that, that's according to uh, Charlie Hobart. Anyway, uh, Greminger, uh, the, uh, one of the passengers uh, apparently, um, said that by the end of the flight, the dog was dead and that the owner of the dog was crying in the, air, uh, in the aisle on the floor uh, when she opened the bin at the uh, conclusion of the flight. Um, uh, United is assuming full responsibility and expressed their quote-unquote deepest condolences. Um, and, and, and according to the story, uh, and their generosity knows no bounds because they are going to pay for the uh, necropsy, uh, or the autopsy of the dog and refund the tickets. Um, so, you know, they're really shelling out the bucks there. Um, uh, the story goes on to say that, uh, United airline has the highest rate of death for transporting animals, um, over any other, uh, airline, according to the department of transportation, they have a, uh, a death rate of 2.24 uh, per 10,000 animals, uh, transported. Um, uh, that's, uh, that's opposed to American and Delta, which only had, uh, well only, but only had two animals die uh, on their planes to each, uh, last year. So, um, apparently United is not just, uh, according to this United just isn't good, not just good with human passengers. They're even worse with, uh, dogs. I mean, that's just, that's just insane to me. That why why would they like why would they do this? Where did this policy come from? Who decided that the dog should go in the overhead bin? I mean, would that flight attendant like to go up into that overhead bin? So so United is saying, uh, according to this article, they're taking full responsibility. They're also saying that the flight attendant violated United Airlines protocol uh, because animals are never supposed to be placed in the overhead bins. And she just did it on her own. Apparently. I, 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 and I, I, I apologize for saying the word she. Because it uh, the the way it's the way it was referred to here, it gives you the impression it's a female, but we don't know for sure if it's a male or female. So I, sorry about that. Yeah, I think flight attendants have to wait. They're they're power hungry now. They could yeah. be. Um, yeah. You know they, they you know they can with one with one word they can get you thrown off an airplane if they want to. Um, yeah, a lot well, of that's, good that's the thing, right? If you if you so if a flight attendant is telling you something crazy like this, right? Where they, you yeah, know, yeah. you've got, obviously this is a little dog because my dog, your dog cannot yeah. get up into the, 
Yeah, no. my dog can't fit in the overhead bin. But but they tell you something like this, and if you say no, next thing you know, you could be getting kicked off the flight, arrested, getting right. dragged out by security and beat down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, you're disobeying under federal law. Disobeying a flight attendant is a felony um, under federal law. That's too much so, power. What are you, you going to say? I think Walter was going to say something here. You won't get beat down if you don't beat back. I mean, you know, that's that's. A, um. Wait, what happened well, to that? Do you remember that? Do you remember that little Asian doctor? Yeah. Yeah. I had to say that. Do you remember? Yeah. And, remember and that was one. I'm going to ask my I'm going to ask my Asian uh, production assistant here. <laughs> Do you know about that doctor that got beat? Where was he from? Oh, I don't know where he was from. Yeah. Did you see did you see that doctor resisting? No, I know he didn't resist. And then the airline, United Airlines, went on a smear campaign and dug back in his history like 40 years ago because this guy was elderly. He was like 70 years old. Yeah. And they went back in his history from like 35, 40 years ago and pulled up. He got cited on some kind of prescription thing like 35 years ago. Right. Yeah. And they tried to do a smear campaign against him based on that. And it turned out they actually hired private investigators to look up all his records. (laughs) If that tells you about United, I I won't fly United. I think his only his only resistance was saying no. I did see him in the video saying no. He didn't want to be. But then they beat him down. What were yeah. you going to say, Walter? No, I like I said, I didn't I didn't see it all. So I don't know. Oh, you don't remember. You don't remember that. Um, there's been so many. I can't remember. Yeah, no, this was this one was famous, Walter. That dude was famous. We must have spoken about this on this show, Walter. I guarantee. I know there's probably, a lot of stuff. Probably did. I, you know, you know, in, in my stack of of things to think about, it's not, you know, in the top of the. Yeah, uh, here's the news. Lola pulled it up. Okay. Doc, doctor dragged off United uh, United plane has broken nose and significant concussion. Do you, don't you remember Walter? They, United had to pay him. How much did they pay him? Like ten million or something? They paid him a ton. Yeah, they had to pay him a bunch of money. Of money. Well, I guess yeah. that beatdown was all right then, huh? <laughs> sixty-nine. Yeah, look at his face. Sixty-nine-year-old yeah. United. Yeah, he got. He was sixty-nine years old, and they beat him down pretty bad. Oh. You're yeah. saying that they beat him down just for fun? No, 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 no. They what happened? Yeah, he didn't, I, he didn't. He didn't scream and holler. He didn't put up a fit. No, no, no. He did it. Here's what his resistance was. They were trying to kick him off the flight. I think because there were some stewardesses or something. They were overbooked. Yeah, they were overbooked, and they yeah. wanted to kick him off so those people could get on. And he said, "No, I have to go where I'm going. I'm not getting off." Then they called security. Security came in and just gave him a beatdown and dragged him out of there, banging his head on the on the arms and everything of the seat. They, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. So, um, but I know a lot of crazy shit has happened, Walter. Admittedly, you know, I, let me see. <laughs> and you're getting old, Walter. Craziness levels. Where do I, where does it rate? Uh, school shootings? Uh, nope, doesn't rate. Yeah, yeah so, no, it doesn't. But so, go ahead. Here's something else I don't understand, right? There wasn't one flight attendant on that plane, right? There was at least three. Right. So there's at least three flight attendants on every plane, or at least every plane that would have an overhead bin that could accommodate anything of any real size, right? So you got three flight attendants. How did the other two flight attendants not be like, yeah, you know what? That's not a good idea. You know, nowhere in the manual does it say, can we do this? Right. Yeah. Where did this. So and then who's in charge of these flight attendants on the plane? Is it the pilot? So technically, the pilot would be in charge. But normally there is a head or supervisor. You know, even if they're not a supervisor, there's a chief flight attendant. And then the other two are secondary. So there's always one flight attendant is always the is always listed on the schedule as the top flight attendant. 
and then the the others would be underneath them but the top flight attendant reports to the captain but you would think the other two even if she was the head flight attendant the other two flight attendants would be like hey you know there's nothing in the rule books or manuals that say we could put a dog up in the overhead bin yeah i mean because I, mean, I don't understand how overhead bins work the only place i've ever seen the whole overhead bin situation with a person getting in there is in harry potter right uh, you guys probably never saw this no but i, I saw, have three daughters i saw I, i've seen every harry potter movie. yeah so every once <laughs> that was on a train but i know harry potter put on the cloak of invisibility and then climbed yeah. up into the overhead bin and uh what was the name of the bet what was the name of the the kid that was the bad guy in there Malfoy, Draco Malfoy beat the living yeah. crap out of him. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, he didn't. So is an overhead bin um, airtight? No, they're not airtight. I wouldn't think so. No, but I mean, it is pretty. I mean, it is. I don't think there's a whole lot of air circulation up there, though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because, I mean, they close pretty tightly. They're not airtight, but they do close pretty damn tightly. Yeah. You couldn't have it airtight because of the pressurization thing would freak out. I mean, it would. Mm -hmm. things to do weird stuff but you know once again think about if you threw yourself if you were claustrophobic and you got thrown into a into a little space like that you the might dark go, hole bouncing might, around yeah. for you yeah. might you might just freak out and die too you know yeah. if that's well i agree with you walter i think that's a good point because I, if i'm not mistaken when i'm reading this um this article the dog did whimper for some time and then stopped so when they first put it up there, I remember reading that somewhere. Um, you know, I remember reading that. Uh, where was it? I saw it on one of the articles where the dog did carry on for some time up there. Like dogs do. My dog carries on if you don't freaking feed him on time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so this dog was up there wimping and carrying on and anything could have happened. You know, little tiny dogs aren't they're not that tough either. No, for the most no. part, they think they're badasses, but they're not that tough. Just a bad, a bad decision all around on on, yeah. that, on their yeah. part. Yeah, unfortunately. And um, I, don't, I don't know how you can make it better. You can't make it better. So. No. 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 If 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 you're if you're a dog person, you know, um, if if you have pets, even if you're not a dog person, if you have pets, you understand. Like, how the hell do you replace? To some people, that's the, those are their kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, we we've all got dogs. My my shepherd is uh, two years old uh, this, this month. And he's, uh, he's a solid member of the family. I mean, he, he's a productive member of the household. He defends the house. He pays attention to, you know, when delivery people come and, you know, I mean, he, the, my daughters absolutely love him to death. I mean, he, he is a member of the family. I consider him a member of the family. He's not, uh, he's not just some dog you could just replace. I mean, you know, we bonded with that dog over the past two years mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's just be heartbreaking for something like that to happen. Yeah, I, I think that there's something, you know, airlines, I think I've said this before, man, airlines have gotten worse and worse and worse. I remember traveling on airlines, they gave you presents, they were so happy to see you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember those days? That was so awesome. Yeah, I, I flew prior to 9-11 for, um, for about a year, uh, one of the previous companies I worked for, I, I was a traveler, and I flew, I was single then. And I was on a plane at least twice a week, pretty much. Um, and I flew all over. And man, I loved flying pre pre nine eleven. They treated you nice. It didn't matter, you know, whether they knew you were, you know, a rewards member or not. Uh, you know, whatever level you were before they even knew that, they treated everybody awesome. They wanted your business. They fought for it. The airlines were just they were they were good when you went through security. <clears throat> 
they did good thorough checks back then. And pe- people forget that the security on 9-11 didn't fail. It did everything it was designed to do that morning. Once, um, once again, the government failed. Yeah, it was the government that failed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and security was friendly. They were thorough. They were efficient. They had a they had a significantly higher uh, success rate and a significantly lower like single digit failure rate on not finding things back then. And you compare that to what just, you know, the last report two years ago, they had a 98 percent failure rate TSA. Mm-hmm. How do you go from something that was so good <laughs> to something that's so inefficient and so horrible? Private, um, private industry. Yeah. 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 That's exactly I mean, what it is. We basically, basically now the airlines, they are, are they, no, they're not privatized. They are, um, they're still private, right? They're not nationalized, but well, the basically airlines, the airlines are private, but the, but the security is all government. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the airlines themselves, they have this, they know we can't do shit. We can't do shit about it. Yeah. That's the situation that they're in. I think they used to be nicer to us when they were like, hey, we know you could fly some other airline. You could do something else. Now they're like, you're screwed. You got to deal with us. We got power. If you give me the power, if like you give me flight attendant power where whatever I say, you have to do it. Oh, my God. It's going to be crazy up in the skies. Well, I'll be ordering people around all the time. And I think that's not I'm not saying that for every flight attendant. But a lot of flight attendants are now power hungry. And I think that's the kind of thing that happened here. Well, you know, someone's got to be in charge, too. I mean, you can't let the as I say, you can't let the inmates run the run the asylum. Um, and in and an airplane, you're in a closed thing. If you've got a couple inmates that are out of control. Yeah. Uh, so let yeah. me ask you let me ask you this question. I have one question here about this. Okay. So the last time when you were in an asylum, you paid for that? I. <laughs> well, that this is what I'd like to know. <laughs> I've never been in an asylum because um, um, because we, we don't have those anymore. We have a nicer society now. We don't have asylums. <laughs> we let them wander on the streets in uh, in three jackets and ninety degree heat. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, we're, we're paying, and it seems like we're paying, we're paying someone, and they're like, we're they, we're you're we're paying them, and they're acting like they're doing us a favor. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it. We, we, look, look at different airports, right? How hard is it, you know, whatever airport you go to, these cities also negotiate, and part of it has to do with cities. Cities negotiate these airport deals where they make certain airlines preferential in those airports. So if you're flying out of a city, you may not have a whole lot of choice on the majority of flights that are leaving out of that city anyway. Um, I know like I fly out of and I have a cho- I, I'm basically midway in between South Bend and uh, and Chicago. So I can fly out of South Bend or Chicago. Normally, I fly out of Midway because uh, I hate O'Hare. O'Hare is people complain about a lot of airports. O'Hare is probably the worst airport in the country. Um, it is it is way worse than Atlanta. Um, but, you know, like so basically I if I fly, I do my best to fly out of Midway because it's Southwest airline and Southwest has a lot of direct flights. Midway's their hub up here, but they just so happen to be an actual friendly airline. And for whatever reason, Southwest hasn't lost that somewhat friendly edge. And again, I'm not, I'm not pimping Southwest other than to say the other ones are so freaking bad. It makes Southwest look like, like angels. Yeah. I think I, I think I see where you're coming from with that. The Tyvin show is reminding me that if we look on the back of the ticket, it says they make up the rules. We got to follow them. Oh, no. Have you ever been to Tampa? Uh, Tampa Airport? Yeah. 
Uh, it's, I flew in and out of Tampa a couple times. It's, it's been uh, at least, I think, 10 years since I've been in and out of the Tampa airport, though. Tam- Tampa, in my opinion, one of the best airports in the freaking world. I love South Florida airports. Um, Daytona Airport, uh, Palm Beach Airport, even Lauderdale Airport is is decent. Um, easy. Um, my the airport here in Gainesville is a little tiny airport, but I like it. You know why? The you 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 are in rush hour waiting if you wait five minutes to, to go through oh, security. Yeah. The volume, yeah. yeah, the volume. I'm Tampa's yeah. nice because got, you don't have to walk a lot. Everything is boom. You're on a tram. Boom. You're across here. Boom. You're airside. It's 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 fast. It's easy. You know. So yeah. Um, unlike some of these. Well, yeah. Uh, what was it? Miami is crazy. That's yeah. an insane airport. But, you know, that is a big international hub. Yeah. going south, there's, yeah. yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there. And, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind the Miami airports because I see lots of hot tourist chicks walking through there whenever I'm, you know, in bikinis yeah. and stuff like that. So I guess that kind of like balances out the crazy. Yeah. Or, you know. The airport. Come on. Huh? No, I'm just I'm just making that up. I, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Shout out to the Tavon show for saying saying that I'm right. That he he went more than the worst airport in the U in the U.S. He went to so, Chicago's the O'Hara's the worst airport in the world. No, no, no. And I think I haven't been really? to enough international airports, but it, uh, it's pretty damn bad. Chicago is probably bad. The the worst one I've seen is LaGuardia Airport. You know, LaGuardia, LaGuardia is tough, yeah, but uh, I've never I've never had the full experience at LaGuardia as far as get as far as having to park, having to do a bunch of baggage and stuff. But I've done the full experience at, at O'Hare a couple of times and it, it is just hell. Every single time I have parked in LaGuardia Airport and gone someplace and come back, I, there's always some dude who his car is either stolen, stripped down or on fire. <laughs> when he gets back to it it's every single time man LaGuardia I don't know if it's any better I haven't been in New York in a long time but yeah. LaGuardia airport is pretty horrible and that's where I was saying the other day by the way and we're gonna I'm gonna transition out of this but that's where I was saying the other day there was one of these rappers Jules are you guys are you guys even into hip-hop music I know Walter's not bit, yeah yeah but uh Jules Santana this rapper was going through there and they uh they, was it was it LaGuardia or Newark? I have to look up one of these airports he was going through, and he had a gun on him. They busted him, and then he ran. I've got someone tell me: Did they uh, catch up to him? Did they find him yet? Okay, you can't yeah. you can't fix stupid, Hank. Yeah, where are you running to? You can't fix stupid. First, you go to the airport with a gun. You can't fix stupid. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know, it could happen. It could happen. Someone could if, yeah, if you legally yeah. have a gun. If you legally have a gun, it could happen. Where did, where do you live? Well, no, not if you're living in New Jersey, probably not. <laughs> you can't fix stupid. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of uh, hip hop, like this is really bad news. The rapper Craig Mack. Have you either one of you guys ever heard of Craig Mack? I can't say I have. I can't yeah. say I have either. Oh, have you ever heard of a flavor in your ear? Like I'm um, kicking brand new flavor in your ear. No, nope. never I've heard, heard of flavor. Flavor. No, well, Craig Mack, who's a rapper, he was one of the, he was the first rapper signed to Bad Boy Records on the P Diddy. Okay. Oh, he dead, at, dead at forty six. I saw that. I saw that's that post sad. about a rapper dying. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's pretty sad. I, I Craig Mack, one of my favorite rappers. Did you get any indication on what was the cause? I think it was a heart attack. Ah. Which yeah. at forty six years old, yeah. I hope I'm not going right now on the show. Let's hope not. <laughs> yeah. 
you know um yeah that's that's pretty you'd probably, I, I agree. You'd, you'd probably you'd, if you if you died on the show you'd probably get a uh, youtube would probably give you a, a mark <laughs> send me a golden right. a golden play button or something they put a strike on your oh account. a strike oh yeah you're right they give me a strike like how dare you die on our show unnecessarily violent or something <laughs> yeah or, or something yeah yeah Oh. Yeah. So that's I think that's that's, you know, I'm I'm a fan of hip hop music. I grew up in hip hop music and uh, we're actually me and Craig Mack are actually the same age. So that's that's, you know, a wake up call, huh? No wake up. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the best rappers, but he did it. He I hate to say he was a one hit wonder because he was lyrically freaking awesome. But, you know, see, this is the thing when you're creative, you you don't choose the people choose. Yeah. So I think that he, you know, he didn't really have a lot of hits, wasn't really able to keep coming back like some other people out there. Not to mention he was dealing with Puffy, which is probably not a good thing. So, you know, it's a good thing. It's a good, it's a blessing and a curse all in one. So uh, let's go on here. Do you guys have any news things you want to go on to? Oh, did you see all the nice video of our former first lady stumbling down the stairs in, in India? No. I did twice, twice. Oh, you guys had that shit on replay, huh? No, no. In the same set of stairs, she stumbled twice. Which one of our which one of our former first ladies is this? The witch, the wicked witch of the West. Oh, okay, Hillary. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? The butcher of Benghazi. Yeah. Well, yeah <laughs> I didn't see this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She falls. Her bodyguards are by her side. They catch her, and then she goes a few more steps, and then she falls again. And then and she catch her again. Then she kicked her. Uh, her she kicked her sandals off and and proceeded down the thing. You know, so. Oh, oh, so what her heels? Okay. And no one no one has made this into a meme yet? Oh, it's all over. I'm sure it's coming. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't see this. Wait a second. They should make it into a rap video or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Put it to music. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't see this. I totally missed this. Yeah, she went over to India to badmouth everybody and you know, typical stuff. Yeah. So I see that um, that that Trump kicked out. Oh, Lola must be looking at it because I hear her laughing. Jason got his walking papers. Oh my god! Okay, Lola is freaking out. Apparently, you guys didn't see that, man. It was all over Facebook today. No, I didn't see. I've been I've been in here working. I don't know what you've been doing, Walter. Well, or are you Joe for that matter? I, I, I live in life, I guess. Working. I should have been working. <laughs> I actually was working too. So was it as because Lola's over here just dying laughing? Is it really that funny? Well, it's it's sad, is what it is. It's it's oh. okay. Yeah. I guess we all got to pull this up now. It wasn't uh, you were going to mention up the Tillerson Tillerson thing. That's a good thing that just happened today, actually. Okay, um, you think so? What do you, so? What do you think about this? Well, him and Trump didn't get along on some issues, so. Mm-hmm. He's moving along. The CIA guy's taking his place. And the one who's taken the, the lady that's filling in to, for the CIA position, she is a waterboarding biatch. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She believes in uh, intensified interrogation techniques. So, um, well, you know, not too bad. Not good if you're not good if you're on the wrong side, I guess. But, uh, um. Oh, I see. She slipped going down the steps. Yeah, yeah. Down she, the steps. Yeah, yeah. Looks like she had on Birkenstock. See, nobody should nobody should wear those damn things. No, no. I don't think I don't think it's the shoes. I think it's a, <laughs> the biatch. So, <laughs> <sighs> okay. Bless her. Uh, heart. Bless her. Yeah. Heart. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, Walter. Yeah. Keep it clean, okay? We don't need to get banned all over again. 
Oh, if you talk about Hillary Clinton, you get banned. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. We I don't. We don't. But whatever it is, we, we don't see have it. no idea at this point. YouTube's just yeah. making it up as they go. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, what other news things are going on here? Um, let me see. Trying to see Illinois Governor Rauner vetoes gun dealer licensing bill. That's good. Right? Oh, that's awesome. Did he actually do that today? I didn't hear it yet. Yeah, it says Illinois Governor Bruce Rauner. Rauner, I don't know. I'm, I guarantee you yeah. I'm saying it wrong. Someone's going to complain Rauner. to me. Uh, vetoed SB 1657 today. This is it, this is connected to that thing that was going on with Springfield Armory and all that, right? Yeah. Uh, but Part I, of it, yeah. Yeah, So, because I think it came back to life. So he says that's the bill that would have mandated state licensing of all gun dealers in the state. Not mm-hmm. to mention requiring licensing fees, a minimum number of hours of experience selling firearms, 100 for the licensee, a qualifying examination for licensees, training, you- continuing education for both licensees and employees, and appropriate, the quote unquote, appropriate <laughs> security you- measures, including video of all transactions and firearm, firearm storage areas. How, how do you get 100 hours of... How do you get your your certification in gun selling experience? So, so on the streets, on the streets. So, so I I get Chicago area news. Half of my stations come out of Chicago. The other half come out of South Bend. And basically, uh, the the anti gun mantra out of Illinois was that the federal government doesn't do enough doesn't do a good enough job auditing dealers. So they need the state to do it. And in addition to that. They said that dealers need training so that they can better identify straw purchasers and people who shouldn't be allowed to buy guns. So and and part of that was that they want dealers to be able to look at someone and know if they shouldn't be buying a gun. So what does that mean? I don't know. So you're getting are you getting massage training? Are you getting like some psychological screening? Let me let me me tell you where this goes. So here here I am. I'm the. I'm the white gun owner and I'm in my gun shop and the brothers come in and they're like, you know, they got the dreads and everything else. I said, well, these guys look like cri- hoods, man. They look like criminals. They I sell them no guns. Yeah, yeah that's, I, th- that's I think that's it. I don't know. I mean, and then all of a sudden I'm getting sued because I'm the I'm the racist white guy or whatever. You know, that's where I see it. That's where I see this kind of stuff going. So, you know, and vice versa, it could happen the other way, too. So, yeah. Yeah. How do, who, yeah, how, yeah, it's absolutely profiling. Yeah, right, right. I'm, I, so, so yeah, the, the Hispanic guy comes in and he just pulled up in his lowrider and I'm going, well, he's going to be trouble. Forget about yeah. it. it, it n- never, mi- never mind the person you're selling to has no criminal record and has passed the right. mix. You're right. just, right. 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 yeah, right. just going to be like, yeah, you look no good. So yeah, no gun for you. So then when you sell it to the guy that's cleaner than cleaner than all, you know, the world and he goes out and does something. That is the psycho. That is the, that's the be your fault because yeah. you made the final choice. So, yeah. so this this ties in for, for those who aren't paying attention. The uh, Illinois Senate passed a bill uh, for confis- not just preventing the sale of, but confiscating or requiring that eighteen to twenty year olds surrender so called assault rifles and uh, high capacity magazines. So part of this ties in with, and and if you look at what Illinois has done, because Chicago has done it time and again, as well as Cook County, Cook County and the city of Chicago will go to the, the Illinois the Illinois State Police. They will find out who has uh, firearms owner's ID cards. And then they will go to those people's houses, 
beat on their door and ask them why they haven't registered their guns with the city of Chicago. And this this was pre uh, uh, um, not Heller. Uh, what was the one out of Chicago? Um, uh, not Heller, but the other one out of someone, Chicago, someone. McDonald. Okay, that, that was at least pre McDonald's. So we have track record in history of Illinois doing this and getting away with it in the state of Illinois. This licensing scheme would have allowed uh, Illinois State Police. Um, and probably local jurisdictions, if you dig down into how this would actually break out, to be able to go and examine the records of dealers. And as part of that examination, there was nothing in there preventing them from going through and making photocopies or digital scans of every single one of the 4473s that those dealers have on hand. They don't have a jurisdiction. Absolutely registration. Thank you for the comments for everybody who put down McDonald, by the way. I don't think legally they can look at your 4473. What's that? I don't think legally they can look at the forty-four seventy-three. I, I, as it stands, it's not as it, realm. As it stands now, I don't think so. But under that bill, as part of the licensing, um, they they were either going to utilize the data and and double double check it against the forty-four seventy-threes, right, right. or have yet another form you would fill out an Illinois version of forty-four seventy. And they were going to go around, so they're going to, so they wanted to not only ban people who are under twenty-one from having these things. Their plan was to go around and take them back from them. Yes. Dominic. Yes, you would have ninety yeah. days to turn them in. And to my yeah. knowledge, to my knowledge, it's the governor Rauner, at least as of a few hours, as of this morning, anyway had not uh, vetoed it. I, I don't know if it's actually sitting on his desk at this moment, but it was headed there because it did pass the Senate. Yeah, Maybe so, and, and people say that no one's coming for your guns. I mean, if you allow that, what makes you think if you make it 21 that, you know, a year from now, two years from now, they don't make it? No, you know what? We think you got to be 31, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Yeah, that's confiscation, you know? If you're an adult in America, you should be able to, you know, I, I mean, honestly, I don't even believe you have to be of adult age to be, you know, well, to be mm-hmm. quite frank with you. Like if you're born, it's inalienable. It didn't say when you get to 21 years old <laughs> or when you get to 18 years old. It's a right that you're born with. I think you're born basically at zero. Mm. But Hank, you we know? have to do something. We have to do something, Hank. We have to do something. That's the mantra, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, yeah. And, and let me ask you this question, by the way, um, Joe, since you seem uh-huh. to know so much about this. Is it Illinois? Is it Illinois or is it in Illinois? Which one is it? Just Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> so I can't say Illinois. Illinois. Uh, you could. I mean, it's I mean, they're they're. I, don't know, I just, they want, I just want to drive some people crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can call it anything you want, Hank. Yeah. yeah. At this point, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, they're working on it real hard. You'll be able to use the S word pretty soon. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. S with a hole at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. And I'm from Illinois, so, you know, little by little. Um, yeah. Mm. What, one thing I wanted to touch on since we're on this subject um, is the bigger gun control picture right now. It's not – Florida already passed something. Illinois, while at least Bruce Rauner is stopping one part of it, let's see if he vetoes the other part, the the, uh, age limit. But um, if it happened in Florida, it can happen in any state if you're not, if if, if people aren't active in that state. I I think that's the key takeaway here. 
Right now in sleepy little Indiana, there are bills downstate, which at a state level, I don't think has a chance of passing. However, anything can happen, right? There could there could be some nut job go on a shooting spree tomorrow, and those bills are sitting on the floor that get voted on tomorrow before the session ends, right? So, and it's, it's not like session's ending tomorrow. There's still a couple more weeks. Um, wh- while we're looking at all this, um, uh, Valparaiso, Indiana, for example, the uh, city council voted seven to zero uh, to support a resolution uh, protecting uh, children and safety and 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 uh, researching and enacting safety measures. Uh, It's some kind of weird, freaking long ass resolution about this long that they came up with. Right. And it passed. Mac must be having like, (laughs) yeah, meltdown. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. We're both. And and I don't live in Porter County or Valparaiso, but I'm very close. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, it, it, it. It is absolutely infuriating what's happening. Um, so, and and the media up here, uh, you know, there, there, there's a gun show in the county over from that, uh, Lake County, which is right up against Illinois, right next to Chicago. There were, S, the, the gun show reports were about 5,000 attendees at the Crown Point gun show. There were 15 people outside holding an anti-gun rally. 15 people. And we're talking about a place that's about 45 minutes from downtown Chicago. All right. If you were going to turn out a ton of anti-gun people, you would think more than 15 would turn up for the protest. Every single news station in the region was there. Was Every shown. single one. And they, were they made taken. it look like a crowd of like 15,000. Every single picture was taken with like the reporter laying on their back, shooting like up at the sky. So it looked like, you know, you know, it, it was just it, it was horrible. So it's anyway, it's crucial that everybody contacts. And if you know of rallies, uh, the Saturday, the 24th, there's an anti-gun rally in Valparaiso, Indiana at the uh, city hall, the courthouse area. Um, there's, there's a, a counter protest that's already being planned. Um, that, that I'm also trying to help, um, uh, support uh-huh. and, um, definitely please be there, you know, go out there, bring a flag, bring, uh, Bring a sign, whatever. Be there Saturday the 24th at 10 a.m. if you're up in the uh, greater Valparaiso area. Um, because you know the same damn thing is going to happen. They're going to turn out 15 or 20 people. The news is going to be, oh, you know, they're going to be all up in arms about it. And, uh, you know, if, if there isn't a solid pro-gun turnout, they're going to completely ignore the other side. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah. th- th- this, this spreads all the way across the country. There isn't a single state that is immune right now to this not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, one thing we are, we hit 200 thumbs up, so I think we can get to three people. Awesome. I think we, I think we can make 300 thumbs ups happen. If you're out there, you're watching right now, smash the thumbs ups buttons. We need that. Okay. We got to keep it going here. All right. So what other, what other, did you guys see any other crazy stuff in the news? Anything, um, anything uh, else going on? Um, anyone check in on like, uh, well, that that uh, thing with uh, that was in Illinois, as I'm going to say now, because because mm-hmm. you guys you guys said that was OK. So, yeah, sure. Go for it. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to call it Illinois right now. So call it whatever we want to. It identifies as Illinois as far as I'm concerned. Um, so Texas Senate candidate Beto or Rock says ban AR-15 rifles in Texas. That's interesting. See what happens with that. 
Um, looks like some students are planning walkouts tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, happening. That's tomorrow. happening here. That's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. I think uh, that's happening here as well. Let them walk out. Okay. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, schools are giving us legitimacy. There, there are, there are even in our my my tiny little town. Well, I, I don't live in a town. I live unincorporated, but one of the closest towns to me, they uh, released a statement for the high school saying that uh, um, basically they're taking a neutral position, but they want teachers to understand if teach if if students do want to walk out or basically is is what the hell they said, yeah. which is just which is just freaking bizarre. And I mean, you couldn't talk about a more pro-gun county that I live in, at least in this northern part of Indiana. Anyway. Yeah, but um, you find out who's you find out who the, where the leftists really are. Yeah. 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 I mean, they are pushing at every angle. And I really I mean, I don't mean to be a broken record, but I mean, honestly, it is we have never seen a more coordinated nationwide attack at every single level, federal, state county city i mean they are coming from every single angle they can and you ask yourself like what is the purpose of this bs resolution they did in valparaiso the other night right mm -hmm. the only thing i can think of is that is one more little thing when they go down to the state house and try and push for regulations because they can't do it in a local level here indiana has a state preemption law when they go down there they can say well look all these towns and cities passed these unanimous valparaiso indiana passed a Unanimous regulation, there a unanimous resolution, right? I, I mean, whatever kind of shenanigans they're playing, they are playing. You know, people tried this this nonsense of the NRA pulling this next level chess. No, the next level chess that's being played right now is by the other side. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of the NRA, I'm seeing here that the NRA supports states enacting extreme risk protection orders. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of the things, man. Um, well, one of the things that was introduced. Make, in making it easier to take guns from people. Go ahead. The federal thing was this one bill raising all the excise taxes and all this stuff, putting excise taxes on receivers. An, yeah. unass an unassembled gum automatically now will become an excise tax, taxable thing, raising the permit fees and excise tax. And then they're going to use this money for research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. They want to, and this is very relative, Walter. I know you weren't here yesterday. So, did you see that they want to change the AOW from five dollars to a hundred? Yeah, and but the the, the the thing is, they want to use this for research. You know what that means? That means padding the the the, the pockets of their their liberal friends. Yeah, to figure out how to take more guns from us. Who happen to do the research? Yeah. So that's what that's about, and it'll end up in the coffers of the ones running for office. Yeah. And, and they've already done the research. The research is already out there. Even the CDC has the research. And it's all, it's all for us, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about this, Walter? What do you think this is going to do for the industry if um, the, if like uh, suppressors go from 200 to 500? There was something in there that they said is going to a thousand that I think is 500 now. I don't know if that's uh, was that licensing fees or. Yeah, something. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, and, and and the justification is uh, is uh, inflation. That's the yeah. that, that's the actual overall justification because in the bill it's claimed quote adjusting for uh, uh, for inflation. Yeah, what are you going to say? Actual taxation justification for it. Right, right. What are you going to say to that, Walter? I'm surprised that that wasn't done a long time ago. To be honest with you, 
Um, yeah, it shouldn't be done now. You know why? Well, I'm not saying it should be done, but I'm surprised right. this hasn't, like I said, five dollars for five dollars for AOW. Really? Um, but well, then, again, then again, a lot of people have been asleep at the wheel for a long time, also too. Yeah, I'm just saying, normal people who collect taxes and stuff, I go, well, they should pay a little bit more than that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and, and for, for the people watching who don't understand, uh, what, when this was passed. Um, you know, a hundred dollar tax or two hundred dollar tax or the five dollar tax. Um, you're talking about damn near a hundred years ago, this was passed. So, you used to be able to go in and for the price of a tax, I mean, you're wh- what was a silencer back when it was passed? Do you remember, Walter, uh, your, your average silencer back then with the, the actual cost if you were to buy one was 15 to 20 dollars, right? Probably, yeah. And I mean, you know, you could go get a Thompson for that 150 dollars, so yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you were talking about an item that was taxed. If a silencer was 20 bucks, that would have been a top end silencer back then a hundred years ago for 20 bucks. That was a, you know, a tax on that of $200. It's 10 times the price. A Thompson, like you said, a Thompson machine gun, you could have bought when this went into effect, your ACE hardware, you could buy it for 150 bucks. And I remember seeing those ads. Um, you know, if you look at the old newspaper print ads, um, I think I have one up on the page back in the, uh, back in the archives, you know, it was like 150 bucks and it came with a bunch of magazines and a nice case and all other kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. And the tax on that was 200 bucks. And then you look at the short, you know, short barrel shotgun back then was what you could buy a sh- short barrel shotgun for 15 bucks. Yeah. Back then. It was, it, it was uh, the idea behind that back then the $200 tax stamp was supposed to be pro- prohibitive, you know, to prevent yeah. you from doing it. $200 now is just a bump in the road. I mean, it's. Yeah. So Joshua mm-hmm. Levy says that's the equivalent of $3,000. Here's the thing, though. This these kinds of things going into effect will effectively kill this industry. It's going to cut down the people who are actually going to do this tremendously. You know, if all of a sudden the AOW, I mean, everyone doesn't even go out there and do the AOW. It's not it's not just that it's five bucks. It's the way you still go through the waiting time, all of that. When that goes from five to 100, it's going to be less people, not more people doing it. You know, when when a suppressor goes from 200 to 500, it's not going to be more people doing it. It's going to be less people doing it, Yeah, you know, and it's going to make it more difficult for people to do it when at the same time, this is like a, a, a health issue, you know, a protection of the ears issue. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're going in the opposite direction of where we should be going because there's other places in the world where people have to have suppressors to use their guns. And then yeah. in America, we're going to go, yeah, every time you buy that suppressor, it's 500 bucks. And a couple of weeks ago, everyone was like, yeah, man, suppressor is going to come off the NFA pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I found this bill, um, uh, HB 5103. Um, I, I don't know if you want me to run down the numbers on it. Here, sure. But, go ahead. Run it down. All right. So um, it'll apply a 20 percent tax on pistols, revolvers, firearms uh, and uh, firearms other than pistols and revolvers. So every single gun, 20% tax, a 50% tax on ammo, uh, doubles the <laughs> wow. special occupation tax for firearms importers, increases the imported gun dealer tax to 50% of their sales. Wow. Uh, increases the NFA transfer tax from $200 to 500. And then the AOW tax that we talked about from $5 to $100. It also reclassifies pistols that fire rounds commonly associated uh, with rifles as firearms. AR pistols. Uh, so that would be, you know, AR pistols, AK pistols. Um, that would reclassify all those pistols since they fire 
rifle, commonly associated rifle rounds. Um, and then uh, there would be a, uh, it would be in the cost of living inflation. Uh, would, there's a formula that's going to be indexed to the special occupation tax on top of that. So it just scales proportionately over time. So they don't even have to worry about it after that. Um, and those are just the bullet points that I'm hitting right there. Uh, without a actually huge, that's down. a huge gun bang. Yeah. A huge gun ban right there. That's going to make it more difficult. And all the poor people out there, and, and, and what I mean by the people who have less money to do these things, mm -hmm. they have less access. Right. Based and, on and I, don't, I don't think we should necessarily shy away from that, right? So I've made comments before, and some people get it once I explain it. If I say it right off the bat, they don't understand it. Poor people need guns too. And that isn't a dig because when I was 18 and 18 and a half, I was living on my own. Uh, I wound up having a roommate. I mean, literally half of the week I was eating ramen, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but th that's just how it was. I was living in like a $500 apartment with a roommate splitting bills and still eating ramen um, in a very crappy area. Right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, theoretically, um, you know, I mean, still today, you know, that same apartment probably rents for 600 bucks now. So it's not like there's a huge difference. You know, I didn't have a lot of money to spend on guns, but if there was anybody who needed a gun to defend themselves in their tiny, crappy apartment in the middle of a crappy area, it was me. Mm -hmm. And it's the same way for all these other folks that are that that are I don't want to use the term economically disadvantaged. But as you're starting out in life, if you start out like I did, you're um, you, you, you've got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you know? you're economically disadvantaged. Like, yeah, you're economically disadvantaged. Yeah, you're disadvantaged like a mofo. You don't have right. a path to pee in. That's right. What, so, yeah. I mean, arguably, I needed the gun a lot more when I lived there than I do when living here now. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, it, it all stems back to you look at all these gun control measures. It's always been about stopping, quote unquote, poor people which also diverts back into its racist roots. I mean, almost all this gun control legislation started as, a, as Jim Crow laws. It was designed to either make it unaffordable to minorities or when it came to the licensing and registrations to make it impossible for minorities to buy it because there was no, you know, white, you know, all the judges back then, all the police chiefs, all of the sheriffs, they were all white. There, there was no minority, you know, back 100 years ago, there's virtually no minority people in positions of authority that could grant these permits or licenses. It was a de facto ban mm -hmm. uh, on, on preventing people, you know, minorities from getting things. And it's the same thing that carries on today. And, you know, people make these things like, oh, you know, the Democratic Party is the party of, uh, uh, you know, civil rights today. No, sure. they're okay. still the party of oppression. And they yeah. have they have it. They've just changed but, their colors. They're no different now than they were 100 years ago. Yeah, but let's take it even a step further. It's also sexist, dude. It is. It also, it's also sexist. I mean, come mm -hmm. on. The, the people who need to defend themselves, we all need to defend ourselves, but women need to defend themselves. So I know Absolutely. like in your example, you know, you were talking about you, but what about the women out there? What about the single mothers out there? You know, the women living in bad neighborhoods, trying to raise their children, trying not to get mugged. I mean, I know I've, I've met some of those people like Shanine Allen, the woman that was in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and she got a she got a, um, a CCW and then bought a, a handgun and was carrying it legally in her car. But then she drove over the border into New Jersey and got pulled over by a state trooper, told him that she had this license and everything. And then he arrested her and she spent 45 days in prison. You think she's alone? 
She's not the only mother out there that needs to defend herself and has to go to work and do all these kind of things and work in bad neighborhoods and all that to take care of their children. These are the people that they're going to strip of the ability to defend themselves, not just us. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but I, I mean, and, and, I, don't, and, I don't think they get that. I don't think they care. On the left, I think they get it and they understand it because you see the comments from them. Uh, what was that latest story um, that was in, that was in, that was in the news feed? It was about it was unrealistic to think women could defend themselves with firearms because they're not uh, they're not physically able to. <laughs> that's so I mean, stupid. are you kidding me? <laughs> it, 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 but 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 that's where it is. I mean, and and they talk about the the. And I don't want to make this a left versus right shift because, I mean, you know, it, it, I, I don't want to divide it politically like that. But in general, they, they try and make the thing that, oh, you know, they're, uh, you know, the right are uh, chauvinists or uh, uh, what, what is the uh, massacre? Not um, when you're uh, um, I, can't, I can't remember the term, but what, what, whatever it is when you're, you know, uh, uh, biased against the uh, against the females. Um, I, I think they say chauvinists. Yeah, yeah. Chauvinist was an older term. They, they've come up with something newer now, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But anyway, no, we're the one. We're the ones who want the women to be able to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. They're they're over there on the other side saying they can't defend themselves and they shouldn't. Uh, misogynist. Thank you so much. Opt out okay. of gun control. Said misogynist. That's exactly right. the word I was looking for. Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll look at opt out of gun control. Drop in dictionaries. Dropping dictionaries of knowledge on us. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we are to like 75 on the thumbs ups. I think we're awesome. 25 away from 300. It can happen, people. 300 is in sight. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's make it happen. Oh, hey. Let's make it happen. What's up? We'll show, we'll show gun point. Yeah. What's up? Today, What's up, Walter? I, I, today I got on the interweb and I was searching for AR-15 parts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen a like a crazy increase in prices of guns. But people are definitely buying bolt carriers and um, bolt carrier assemblies and barrels and stuff like that because uh, some of the places that had stuff really cheap and had lots of it are sold out. Um, oh, yeah. I did find some, and I did find some for a good price, and I had to buy like 17 of them. But um, um, Bolt carriers? Yeah, bolt carrier assemblies, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We're, we're you got a good price? Yeah, sixty nine bucks. Yeah, not bad. Okay, cool, cool. Have um, you? I, I hate to plug something here, but this is probably a good opportunity for me to plug the Big Daddy Unlimited. You've heard about that? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, so have you heard about this, Joe? Big Daddy Unlimited. I, I Lola texted me something earlier about it. I did, haven't had a chance to look into it. Yeah. Though. So basically, here's what what Big Daddy Unlimited is: a hundred and thirty items. So imagine if you were a gun store and you have access to the distributors, okay, or you want to have access to the distributors that gun stores do. One hundred thirty thousand items. You pay ten dollars a month. You get access to that. You buy everything at wholesale prices. You just pay for shipping. So that's Big Daddy Unlimited. We've got a link in the description. You guys can go through that link, and um, you know you have to sign up. So I know there's a lot of people going there and they're like, where is everything? We can't show you the prices on things. You have to sign up and then you get into that database. There's 130,000 plus items in there. We're adding new things all the time. And you, 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 know, you can save a lot of money uh, from buying. It's got everything from ammo, guns, uh, knives, reloading stuff, all of that. We went through it last week with Babyface when he was on. 
He was looking everything up. A lot of good prices on there. So, um, you know, if you're not Walter, but you want to be like Walter and get access to those kinds of prices, right, Walter? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this is a way to do it without having to go get an FFL. And have a commercial address and yada, yada, yada. So. Yeah. And so what happens is if it's uh, if it's items that um, that don't have to go to your FFL, so if you buy stuff that has to go to the FFL, it has to get shipped to them. But if it's stuff that doesn't have to, it gets drop shipped to you. You know, so... It's easy. It makes it easy. You guys could check it out. There is a link there. You know, I've been talking about that. Um, so anyways, yeah, I was out buying and we're putting together some uppers to take to Knob Creek to sell. So, oh, yeah. Knob Creek is coming up really soon, right? The uh, second weekend of next month. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's coming up. So how do you think it's going to be? You think it's going to be insane at Knob Creek? No, it'll be Knob Creek. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't think no it'll more be more insane than usual. You I, think? I, I've been there post 9-11. I've been there post every shooting there been in the last since 2000. And um, um, I'll do all right. You know, I mean, um, some some yeah. are busier than others. Some are driven by other things. But, um, you know, the, the situation is going on. But it's um, it'll probably be about the same. You know, I, yeah. I don't um, you got to shop. It's like anything, you got to shop around, you know. Yeah, one CH shock arrow said, uh, well, actually, one CH shock said arrow precision sold out of lower upper combo in 10 minutes today. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's um, stuff was really, 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 it still is cheap, but stuff was really, really, really cheap for a long time. And this is an opportunity for a lot of these stores slash companies to clear out some inventory, so they've yeah. done it. They bumped up prices a little bit too. I've noticed that too. So. Probably, probably. Yeah. Oh, we're 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 at three hundred thumbs ups right now, people. Boom. We hit three hundred. Okay, I think we can do four hundred. Come on, <laughs> I feel like a trainer. I'm like, okay, you, you <laughs> can go another mile. Here's a yeah. treat. Here's a treat. Yeah, Good dog. Good dog. I think you can get to four hundred. How about we show some Gorn? How about that? Oh, who's got who's got the right. who's who's got the guns? Come on, show up the guns. Let's see what you guys have. Uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll get something out of here. Look, I have a really nice FN box here. What? I have a very good looking FN in here. Let's see what Joe's got. Okay, Joe, I'm going to lock it on you. You tell us what you got. All right. This, this is my old junky crappy Glock 19 that got totally redone by uh, some folks out of Florida. They're the Orlando area, uh, blackout custom Cerakote and force one tactical. They did uh, some really cool, Looks good on here. Oh yeah, some uh, accelerator cuts. I mean, they did. These That's a new. Things. Is that a new um, slide or a new? Is it a new barrel? Modified? No, no. So this this is my uh, Glock 19 that it it was uh, had the uh, nickel boron coating on it, oh, um, okay. and it looked it looked like garbage. I mean, I carried it for several years. It was all grayed and nasty and blackened just from years of being pressed up against my body and the sweat and everything. They completely cleaned it. They re-seracoded it. They cut the slide. The stippling on here, the stipple. I mean, I'm not really into stippling per se, but the lines are so clean on here. They did such a fantastic job. I mean, I they did a they did a pretty good undercut on it as well. So this is, good. This is really cool. Did they um did they upgrade the trigger on that? No, no, it's the same factory oh. trigger. I I didn't oh, uh, I didn't mess with the trigger. I mean, honestly, with some of the I carry this gun still every day. So with all the stuff that's going on. I don't need a fancy trigger in my carry gun. I, I just want a factory trigger. Um, 
Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I don't, yeah. you know, I know lots of people out there change the Glock triggers, I think. If you're yeah. used to it, it's not that big of a deal. I know people upgrade them and stuff like that. Walter, what you got, man? I know you got some. Don't try to hold out on us. I saw you cradling oh, some kind of gun just now. What I'm was that? Cradle, I was cradling, was that? The, cradling the stuff I had last time I was on. Uh, the MP5 with the compact entry stock tail hook. This is a new one we're working on. Yep, yep, yep. That is yep. the hotness right there. Holy yeah. hell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah How much hot. longer do the people have to wait, Walter? Uh, right now, right now in the machines, we're making this part right here. So. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, but and, yeah. And which which MP5s will that go on, Walter? This is for the K. The K. Um, um, we're going to also do one for the normal MP5, where people call a reverse stretch, um, which just had you know where it slips over the outside. It doesn't slide in like this, like this one does. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's next on the docket. So, um, so soon, Zenith, so Zenith soon, makes a K, right? Pardon me? Zenith makes a K as well, right? This, this is a Zenith right here, actually. Zenith, yeah. And yeah. they're, um, they're very interested in that. So it might be at a Zenith, um, on a Zenith gun before you know it. So, yeah. well, if you talk to them, tell them I said hello. I haven't seen them in, uh, in, uh, in about a year. Okay. Okay, cool. At, do you have, a, do you have, you don't have one though, right? You have an MP5? Um, I have a, uh, or well, I, I don't have one. My wife has a, uh, uh, what is it? Velocity arms. Okay. I forget. It's a VR nine. It is actually a really awesome clone. Um, it's, it, it's a clone clone cause Zeniths really aren't a clone since they're manufactured on, uh, with HK manufacturing HK tooling. Yeah. 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 HK tooling, but it's a clone. And I bought that for her anniversary a couple of years ago and it is a sweet, uh, a sweet little uh, rifle, but um, I really need my own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I totally agree with you. So well, what, what else? What was once, once I got this thing and I got to handle it, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with HKs. I've been messing with the junk for a long time, but I never owned one of these. And once I got this little gun and I shot it, oh my gosh! You know, right? It's it's, it's such up. a it's such a cool little gun because it's so small and it's an HK basically. Yeah. It's got that going for it, which is nice. It don't have last shot hold open. Dis despite the fact that it's an HK, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> in a in a world of compromise, some men don't. That was their advertising. That's what they used to really? have. Really? That's what it <laughs> yeah, said. I, in, in I, I, thought you were, I, I thought you were going to say, in the world of compromise, some men drink their own pee. No? I'm not Caltech. <laughs> or do I claim to drink my own pee? Uh, Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we have the SIG MPX, also with a compact entry stock from Safety Harbor Firearms, with the tail hook on it. Boop. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Do you which? If you had to choose one of those guns, one, which one would you take? Would you take the HK or the SIG? Uh, HK. It's, HK. It's smaller. It's lighter. Yeah, show us both at the same time. I think the HK looks sexier too. Okay, I'm this, not trying to knock the Sig. The Sig looks so sexy, but this this MPX would be more on the order of a, a full size MP5. So it's not a fair comparison, you know, because it's not size wise. The yeah, they're not really the same. So, um, but I think in this case, smaller is better. I think yes. yeah, and I think that this the the HK is simpler. It doesn't have this gas system like the SIG has, which is they've had issues with and so forth and so on, yada, yada, yada. But um, the SIG is still a nice a nice gun. And, you know, the SIG costs 1200 1300 1200 
this little guy here is on the order of 17. Yeah. Without my stock. Right. So, um, Someone was making, wasn't, who was making the um, like entry level MP5 clones? Was it, uh, was it Palmetto State? Someone they're threatening. They're threatening. They haven't done oh, okay. it yet. So, oh, okay. Okay. And then, of course, you know, AR pistols, which I can't not like, you know, because it's so easy to build your own pistol. Yeah. And that one side charging on the yeah. left hand le- and at lefty. And this is one of those magnesium receivers um, that's mm-hmm. out there. I was wondering what that was. It looked like yeah. it. Is yeah, that it, an old school one that's th- that can be set on fire? <laughs> All magnesium burns, my friend. <laughs> um, but this is uh, the, the late, one of the later versions, I'm told. Uh-oh. So I guess the earlier ones had problems with breaking, or they could have problems with breaking. Um, but um, yeah, this is a this is a project. I'm not. It's not completely finished yet, but you know, something. Yeah, something to show off. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. You got some other stuff there. Um, well, I I got. It, it's time for some hate. How about interordinance? Do you want to do some good old hate or some good I know old you, <laughs> you just couldn't resist that. That that thing is just living in your house, man. And with a with a SIG stock on it. That really yeah. brings up hate too. Now, so. And let's be honest, you improve that. You improve that. Oh you yeah, know. yeah. This thing it runs all right now. You know, it's 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 a project in in the works, you know. I yeah. I shoot it. It could safely be called a hell pup now, I think, because it's, <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the, the bowels of hell, yes. Um yeah. What else? Oh, somebody else's turn. Okay. Oh, okay. Awesome. You know what? I'm going to open up this box. Ooh. What's in the box? What's in the box, Hank? Something that I ha- I used to have one of these, and then I sold it, and I really regret it. But today now, I am wishing that I had never sold it. Oh, a pin. Oh, 5.7. Yeah. yeah. Not five, five, seven. 5.7 pistol, which it's right. to me, I really... I should have never ever sold my five five seven. I can't. Man. I can't pull my. I can't pull twelve hundred dollars on one of those. I just can't. Oh, but it was awesome. But let me tell you, this the FDE, which is very very rare. Mm-hmm. I know um, this actually belongs to Tony, and I was trying to convince him to let you know to let me buy it, and he was like, "Hell no, man. Mm-hmm. Hell no." He said that he's passed up on too many of these, and they're not easy to get. So the FDE ones, I guess, are very difficult to get. This is an awesome <laughs> gun, dude. Twenty twenty. Five seven coming at you. This is, right. um, I think this is what the uh, Secret Service rocks, right? Um, they do. At yeah. one point, at one point in time, they rocked uh, real PS nineties and our real P nineties, I should say. And some mm-hmm. of them, for a while, did have some handguns. I, I, they, I don't believe standard issue right now for the handguns is. I know they still have P nineties in their rotation, though. Yeah. The only bad thing about this is the safety. That's, yeah, um, safety kind of sucks oh, on it. But That's one thing, about right there. one the thing the Secret Service supposedly still does use is the K. They so, do. Um, they use the K. That's yeah. what I've heard from. Oh yeah, yeah. HK dealers. So yes. yeah. That's you another know, reason. That's another reason why I've done this. We make a regular stock too. So yeah, you don't want to find out the hard way what the what they uh, do. No. <laughs> they, <laughs> they probably have rocket launchers. <laughs> That guy yeah. with the, the guy with the arms folded walking by uh, Milena, yeah, she's probably got like a, a, a thermonuclear device in there or something. You know? Yeah, we'll set off bombs on you. But anyway, I thought this is real. This is like very attractive. You really have to see this in person. I know people. There's people out there that don't like it because it's mostly polymer, very lightweight. No. But it's not, um, it's not I, that I miss, with me. Yeah, I miss this, and I miss my uh, my PS90. I really do. I just wish they weren't twelve hundred dollars for that. I, I would have one. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I can't, yeah, I can't argue with that. And, and I know Joe, you've got a PS90, right? Don't you? I do. I do. Yeah. She's, she's right here. It, it always comes up in conversation. We were talking about, uh, we were talking about uh, secret service. So this is obviously not what they're using specifically, but on the top here is that USG uh, government optic on the top here. So that's one of the reasons why I haven't chopped this down is this is one of the USG models um, from, uh, from, from back in the day. And um, so you've had that for a long time then. I have, I've had this for, I have no idea, years and years and years, long time. This was one of my grail guns back in the day. And I, I hunted around for one and, uh, and I got my hands on one, which I'm glad I did before, uh, before these dried up. I, I do want to get another PS 90, um, one with a standard rail on top and then chop the barrel and SBR it. But I don't have the heart to mess with this one just because there's not too many. Of these <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's probably worth more as it is too. So yeah, 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 yeah it is. Right. Yeah. You don't want to chop its uh, its barrel off. Barrel. Yeah. You. That's never a good thing, man. It's never a good thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, with the proper tax stamp and all the obviously legal steps. Well, you don't want you don't want to have a you don't have a video <laughs> on the internet. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to pull a Democratic uh, Congresswoman uh, candidate. Dumbass Democratic Congresswoman. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I saw? Um, Guns and Gear posted something because he put up a video, I guess, on YouTube with that woman doing what she did. Oh, he got right. And YouTube, um, YouTube, they didn't give him a strike, but they, but they, um, they put it, they somehow blocked it or put it into a limited thing because, because of him putting it up there, which makes no sense. Hold on. I, I have to interrupt here because this awesome dude in the comments, Richard Hughes said he got a, he got a PS 90 for eight seventy five new, please, please tell Where? me they are somewhere out there right now. And I can go and get one for that price. Where? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want one too. <laughs> yes. I'll buy three. <laughs> and well, I'll give you a finder's fee. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind getting oh, that's, one. That's I mean, and I will chop the barrel, and legally that is. And um, yes. Oh, he yeah. says that he says two years ago, high plains uh, guns. Yeah, probably uh, so. Yeah, when yeah. things were slow. Or, I don't know when's the next time you will see something like that um, uh, out there. But if you do, let me know. Patience, grasshopper. Patience. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be awesome. I really do. I should have never gotten rid of my PS90 or my 5.7 pistol. Mm-hmm. I regret it. But, you know, since Tony is a baller, he has 5.7 pistols everywhere. <laughs> so those are his go-to guns. 5.7 <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, LV, uh, LV Louie or Lewis is in Louis the comments. Uh-huh. But wait, there's more. I assume he's talking about with the 5.7 mag. Because those PS90 50 round mags, that's one of the reasons why I chose that for this shelf is because it's easy to wield one-handed if you have to and you got 50 tries out of that (laughs) you got 50 rounds by the time you get to round 50 whoever was breaking in your house is going to change their mind i I can't help but think that yeah those that five seven round is something amazing yeah you know something amazing okay any more guns anyone else do you have any other guns go uh, i I do, yes. So there is a extended charging handle. Somebody, that's an awesome eye right there. Um, uh, uh, for pointing that out, there is an extended charging handle on the left-hand side. That's from Homeland Guns. They're a little tiny company uh, that just makes odd and end accessories. Um, and they're actually really cool. And that works really well. It replaces your uh, factory one. So mm-hmm. good eye on that. Um, the only other thing I have to say, not another gun, but people were talking about because uh, they saw me kind of whip this guy out um uh appendix inside the waistband carry 
if um, God, I don't want to have a uh, DEA agent moment, but um, if if you have enough competence with your firearms and you've been carrying and around them long enough, um, appendix inside the waistband carry is perfectly safe. Um, so I, I just want to throw that out there. If if you're diligent in your holstering and reholstering and pay attention to what you're doing, you have a quality holster. There's nothing uh, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong with appendix inside the waistband carry. And don't yeah. put a and don't put a two pound trigger on your gun. Yes. Don't put a two pound trigger on it. And that, that's another reason why I honestly, yeah. I, I haven't jacked around with the trigger and put it in a different trigger. That's how people get shot. Uh, because quite honestly, I don't want, um, we saw, who was that guy who had, uh, it wasn't an, it wasn't apex trigger. Uh, it was a Zev trigger. Um, who was, uh, who, who was the guy pointing out a Zev trigger would, uh, someone training. What's that? I think it was someone doing a training thing. Yeah. One of the trainers or something like that. Yeah. Hey, gun runners in the chat. Boom. Good to see you, my friend. Um, he has a different name here on YouTube, but uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So anyway, sorry. Back to regularly yeah. scheduled. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, that's cool. Lola just told me we have a new baby goat. Oh, oh, so tell, cool. tell Lola. She's oh. got it. You guys got to get a picture of it and put it up because my wife is going to want to see it. Yeah. She loves the pictures of the goats. Yes. Joe says, uh, you know, his wife wants to see that baby goat. She likes the pictures of the baby goats. Did you well, get a picture? No. It okay. Yeah, we didn't get one yet. Okay. Yeah. So Juanita wants to see it, right? I'm getting her name. Right. I always ma- I always mess her name up. By the way, your wife. Is Juanita. It Juanita. Yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. Juanita wants to see the baby goats. Damn it, Lola. Get the pictures. It's 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 nighttime outside. So good yeah. thing both of the boys are home when the baby goats. Yeah. Come out. They love that. But except the only the downside to that is I can't make those goats into curry now. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> no chances of that because those are their those are their goats. So one more time, I'm going to tell you guys about this. And then oh, Walter's got Walter's got a gun, which we'll go to in a second. Right. One more time. I want to plug this. If you go on the Instagrams, everyone out there who's got Instagrams, go check out the Instagrams. If you want to get one of these, there's not that many of these uh, Big Daddy Guns, digital hats digital camo hats coming at you. I'm going to give these away. Somebody's going to win this one. Someone's going to win that one. So go to my Instagram right now and you will see the post. As a matter of fact, let me know what color you want. Um, Cause I have a conversation about this. I don't even know what the hell you call these colors. Um, I guess dark, dark digital camo, light digital camo. I don't know. But so go there and check that out. Basically what we want you to do is follow big daddy guns on Instagram like and comment on the post and then make sure you're in my email list. That's uh, hankstrange.tv. That's how you keep up with us in the future. And to promote that, we are building an email list and to promote it, we're giving away stuff as well. So we'll be able to tell you guys if stuff happens like uh, losing our channel or whatever, it's happening to everyone nowadays. We have a way to communicate with you, but also we're gonna use it to give away stuff. Okay, so you wanna be on that list. Walter is gonna be giving away a gun. Like it or not. We will. We will. We will. Yeah. There's, there will be a 50 coming out of there. But anything that we give away, there'll be other guns and stuff like that. But, you know. I'm going to sign up with two emails then. Yeah. <laughs> two email addresses. Yeah. Do all the email. We should probably give some other stuff away on there too, Walter. You know, could, I think we, we could, could do some other there could stuff. Be some, there could be a, some other stuff. I mean, it might be, who knows? Maybe some HK stocks eventually. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, maybe yeah. someone out there, you know, get an HK stock or two <laughs> <laughs> for the inauguration, the launch of that. You know? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. So sign up for the uh, 
for the email list at hankstrange.tv. Check out the video on um, Instagram and like it, share it, comment and all that stuff. Make sure you're following Big Daddy Guns on Instagram. You know, I am mostly the one who's posting on the Instagram. If you look at the Instagram of Big Daddy Guns and you notice the guy who's posting pictures has um, some very, uh, what should we call them, like chocolatey hands? Tan. Yeah, those are my hands. <laughs> you know, every now and then we flip it up. We put some other kinds of hands in there just to, you know, we love all the peoples. We want to keep it. Yeah, sometimes even uh, Gabe is on there. You know, you see his hands, little tiny little baby Asian hands on there. <laughs> that would be Gabe. <laughs> tiny baby Asian hands. <laughs> I just had to make fun of him. You don't have any guns to come show off to the people? Tomorrow? Oh, okay. You know what? Here, show, show, pass me this thing. This thing is still wrapped up. Here, pass that to me. I'm going to show you guys a piece of artwork, and then we're going to get back to regular stuff. I actually, I think this was like two years ago, and it's still wrapped up. So when we went to, can you see, can you guys see this here? So okay. when we went to SHOT Show, Walter, do you remember you, you went with me? Yes. And um, we went to visit um, Rifle Dynamics. Yes. yes. And Jim Fuller. This is an artwork that he had commissioned. This is the Rifle Dynamics uh, logo basically here. And it says AK-47. And I actually got it signed by Jim Fuller. Yeah. Right there. Very cool. So check that out. Yeah. Yep, yep. Thanks. Thanks, Gabe. So, you know, uh, I'm going to put that here somewhere on the walls. Gabe was like, why is this thing still wrapped? Because he thinks I have some kind of like uh, psychological problem where I don't unwrap anything, which is which is pretty much true. <laughs> I don't ever take the plastic off of anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, like those, I, I'm not even saying a word. Yeah, <laughs> like have you ever seen those people? You go to their house and there's like uh, plastic on the furniture. That would that would totally be me. That ain't your house. I do no, know no. that. That ain't your house. No, 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 no. Because that's because it's not left up to me. They got to move guns and cameras to sit down. Yeah. That's what I'm. No, when he first started coming here, this camera that I use, he was like, there's something wrong with this camera. You know, and he was trying to figure out what it was. And then he looked and he was like, why the hell is the plastic still on the camera? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah. So. Yeah, he says even my watches, I keep the plastic on there. No, I can't I don't help do that. that. No way. Speaking of watches, yeah. oh, should we do a watch check? Are we all? Are we all? Are we all men here? Are we wearing watches? You got all your watchable. Okay, so what kind of watch do you have, what, Joe? What's your watch? My watch. My watch yeah. is. Where the hell is it? Ah, there it is. This is an Invicta. Oh, this nice. Guy, this guy looks. This is an awesome watch, I have to tell you. Um, I've nice. I like I've it. I've done all kinds of work with this watch. It's got the little thing in the back. It's automatic. Um, you can get your very own on Amazon Prime for like about a hundred bucks, depending on what week it is. <laughs> it is. It is basically everything a Rolex Pro Diver should be, except okay. for better time. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I know, I know. Whoa, so whoa, whoa, you know, whoa. I spend my money on stuff like that. Um, I love watches, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I cannot walk around with a five thousand dollar timepiece on my wrist because I will destroy it. <laughs> there yeah. is no way around it. I will smash the bejesus out of it, and if I smash a hundred dollar watch, I'm not going to lose any sleep over. It. Right. I smash, I smash some of your watches, Walter. And I'm going to cry like a baby. 
All right, all right. Now, now so what, that, you, what do you have, Walter? Don't let it. Is it a Rolex? <laughs> no, no, I don't have that one on. No, I only have one Rolex. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. This is I a, call dibs. That was a, that was a wise move. Uh, <laughs> this is a Shinola. Oh, cool. Okay. Which is supposedly made in Detroit or assembled in Detroit from U.S. Detroit. and yeah. foreign components. Right. Um, Why do I think I've heard of Shinola watches, but isn't Shinola a kind of coating or something? I'm not I've heard sure. of Poopin' Shinola. But Poopin' Shinola, what's that? Yeah, Poopin' Shinola. So, anyways, this was a gift from my significant other for my birthday. Oh, okay, uh, that's cool. She purchased it at Costco. If anybody's interested. Yeah, I've heard of Shinola before in American history. Is it always the watches or shit and Shinola? Yes, um, that's exactly <laughs> what I was. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I just said. I don't know exactly what it comes down to, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know the. I, I'll have to do some research on that old Shinola thing, but um, mm-hmm. it's a nice watch. I, it I, is. I don't. I, I don't usually do leather bands because of the perspiration factor here in Florida. But right. this will be more of a dressier watch than a uh, than a work watch. So. Is it? Is it an automatic? It is. Now that you mentioned that, let's see here. I'm not. I don't think so. I'd have to. I'm not, I think it's actually battery powered. Oh, okay, quartz. Okay. Yeah. So, um, is that Invicta an automatic, Joe? Yeah, it is an automatic watch. So, Invictas for people who don't know, you can. Yes, it's fully, uh, fully semi-automatic. It's, <laughs> no, it's an automatic watch. And um, it, this one actually has the reason why it's so cheap is that it has the. Uh, it's the Japanese automatic movement in here. Um, it's yeah. not the Swiss automatic movement. That's why it's so cheap. Okay, um, is it from Seiko? Because I know Seiko has some some good. Um, no, Invi- Invicta has a couple of plants. So okay. Invicta is actually an OEM manufacturer for a couple of places anyway, and they vary in price from like the hundred dollar automatic to the multi thousand dollar automatics that are actually fully Swiss jeweled and the whole nine yards. Right. Um, I have another, just happen to be sitting here, another automatic Invicta. This one has a mother of pearl dial, and I don't think this will this will come right, but uh, it's got like kind of the gunmetal graphic, what's called. This is another automatic. These are actually beefy, heavy watches. And um, they're, I don't, dive, I don't, they're dive watches, right? Well, they're technically, technically they're dive watches. Now, I've never done anything with them other than snorkeling and free diving. Um, and the deepest I free dive, at least at this point in my life, is about 15 to 16 feet, maybe. Um, that's about as far down as I go. And, you know, I can free dive down and actually go down there, pick something up and come back up with it. But I've, I've taken this on several now, um, several of those trips um, that I've been on. Uh, like I was down in uh, Tortola uh, recently with my daughters and we were out there free diving down, picking up stuff, almost drowned because apparently I'm not 20 years old anymore and I can't <laughs> swim and I, and I can't swim for like a quarter mile with my no. arms full of a bunch of shells. No. Um, speaking of which, know your limits ahead of time. Don't yeah. uh, don't assume just because you did it when you were t- in your 20s that you can still do it. Yeah. The mind um, is willing, but the body is not able. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just remember that. Okay, let me show you guys real quick. I don't know. Well, I don't know if you can see it here. Oh, that's it looking nice. This is a Swiss military watch, which is uh, Swiss made. It's a wonder. And, uh, it's, um, it's Swiss made, and it is also, let me see. There's a lot of light here, so I'm trying to. There it is. I don't know if you guys can see it there. That's so, better, yeah. Yeah, this is an automatic. 
Okay, and I actually got this from um, from uh, Watch Gang. So I have the Watch Gang thing where every month they send me. This is the first thing I haven't I haven't gotten a second thing. So this is the first and only thing, and it's an automatic. It has military time. It's got really good illumination, and it's got you know the uh, the bezel the there, it turns all that kind of good stuff. So uh, it's actually not bad, not bad. You know, I have a winger. A winger, okay. A winger, which is that? It might be the same brand. I'm not sure what you've, what it says there. Um, it's well, this is Swiss Military. That's the name of the company. I think it's uh, Charmex. It's on. It's one oh, of the yes. companies on the Charmex in Switzerland. Okay. That's a different, a different yeah. brand. Yes, yeah. Right. So you know, um, it's it's pretty cool from <laughs> you know from what I've seen. I've worn it a lot. I like the way the the second hand just moves around smoothly and all that kind of awesomeness. Yeah. You know, this one so. here is oh, it's got the little, it's got the small, like the chronograph style, uh, secondhand inside, so you don't have it a big one sweeping around. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so what was that gun you were threatening to show us, Walter? What gun? I was threatening to show you. Oh, that was I was going to bring out my my good old ghetto Luger for those who haven't seen the ghetto Luger. The ghetto Luger. Oh, is this one that Babyface fixed up for you? Well, yeah, it was a, it was yeah he uh. He, uh, I bought parts and he figured it all out and stuck it together. And this thing is a, was a pitted rusty mess when I, it still is pitted, but it was a rusty mess when yeah. I acquired it. And it actually, had, it actually had electrical tape for grips. Mm -hmm. So that's why I call it the ghetto Luger. Yeah. Um, and it works now. Oh, it's, it's fine now. It's actually, it's kind of sad because this is actually a 1918 Luger. Oh. So it would have oh. been a very expensive pistol if it was in good shape, but. Yeah. Now, now it's strictly a shooter and I brought it back to life and I kind of yeah. like it. You know, you know what's funny? I mean, even when I was a kid, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, those those guns were always in the hands of the German. Uh, the bad guys. Yeah. But, yeah but, so if you had the little toys, it always had one of these guns in there. You know, yeah. it's like an it's an iconic yes. looking gun. Right. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. And very, very much German. You know, that's what everybody associates a German with is a Luger. You know, mm -hmm. Luca, what you doing? You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but any, uh, a very, a very complicated um, thing to manufacture, by yeah. the way. Also, so I think that's been in a lot of movies. Oh yeah, this one here has probably been in a lot of movies too. They probably put it in jail or something, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it could talk, it'd be one of those guns. If you could hear it, you know, never know. This might, this has no importers' marks or anything, so it could have came back from World War One, and you know. Yeah, who knows where it's been? So yeah, but I, I salvaged it. It would have been that would have probably been thrown in the garbage by somebody that didn't care. So yeah, yeah. no, that's a cool. That's definitely a cool yeah. gun, man. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. I like it a lot. Okay, so let's see. Um, I know you've got a nice. Do you have a Sturmgewehr yet, Walter? No, right? I know you've got a collection. Mm, of, I have one of the um the H and uh, the semi-auto one on order from uh, right. Um, what is it? H HMG. I think it is HMG. Yeah, HMG Gunworks. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Supposed to be they're working through the the issue. Why I haven't received it yet is they're they're figuring out their magazines. I guess the molding process and stuff. So yeah, Chris. Um, um, so someone just sent me a message. Shinola is shoe polish. Okay. I knew it was something. Yes. Okay. All right. Shoe well, polish. Yeah. Shinola. Shinola. Yeah, because I've heard of that in like the old movies. Well, that's that phrase, you know. Shit and Shinola is one of those expressions that you grew up with and mm -hmm. you don't really know what it's about. You know? Right. 
Yeah. And there's some other ones I heard too, that now I know what they're about and I don't repeat them, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Not some of them aren't too racially friendly and things like that, but yeah. Um, oh, I've, I've gotten, I've gotten in my share of trouble. Yeah. Well, you know, and as a kid, you don't, as a kid, you don't realize these things when people are saying these things and adults are saying, hey, blah, 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 blah. And you go, you just repeat it like a, like a little, uh, like a parrot, you know? Yeah. You grow up and you go, oh, that's what that means? Yes. Uh, I guess I might not want to say that. <laughs> yeah. I could tell you my own stories. For example, um, you know, uh, Goldfinger, the James Bond movie? Yeah, yeah. 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 So when that movie came out, I love that movie. I love Goldfinger. It was an awesome movie to me, right? And uh, what was the main character? One of the main characters in there, Pussy Galore. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't know. I didn't. That didn't. That didn't click for me for years, actually. So yeah. So it didn't <laughs> click for me either. And I remember when I was a kid. I think we came to America on vacation, <laughs> and I watched that movie while I was here. And then I went back to Nigeria, and I was playing with uh, my mom. Worked for these people. They had a nursery school. And she worked with them. She helped them run the school and everything. And they had a daughter and we were all playing, like pretending, you know, doing the James Bond thing. So I was telling their daughter, you be pussy galore. And my mother told me, don't you ever say that. I was like, what's wrong with pussy galore? And she was like, I'm telling you, if you keep talking. And I was like, I do not understand why I can't say pussy galore. I just kept saying my mother beat my ass so <laughs> mercilessly. And I was still asking, like, why is it a crime to say pussy galore? <laughs> and then, like years later, I was looking yeah. at that movie and I was like, "Holy oh, crap!" That's oh, why. that's it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was like, "What is the problem? Why can't I say this?" <laughs> that is, that 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 is hilarious because honestly, the first time you know, I had seen that movie when I was pretty young too, I had no idea. <laughs> no idea. I didn't get into a situation like you did, but I had no idea that that's uh, you know the the risqueness of that name. Yeah, I, you know if that's even a word, risqueness. <laughs> yeah, that just totally ruined the whole thing for me. You know, just getting your ass whooped because of that. And you know that was that was probably the worst James Bond name, right? No, wait, there was another one. There was no, Octopussy. Yeah. There was Octopussy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you so you, you do your show seven to nine uh, Eastern time, yep. obviously, yes. uh, on right. Fridays as well? Yes. All right. So I've been doing a live stream on IG and somebody just asked in the comments if I was still doing it in this Friday. I am going to have to. Uh, well, no, normally I start at eight central, which is nine year time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not overlapping. All right. So we're good. No, it's all good. I mean, you know, if you're doing it, if you're doing it, let us know. We'll plug you while we're on. We control it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. And I'm wondering if I should do just the IG stream or if I should do something on YouTube here. What do you think? Have you tried the IG streams? Because mine are very hit and miss. I can have a couple hundred people on or I can have like five people. There's nowhere in between. I, I think I agree with you on that. Unless you're like a super mega huge um, Instagrammer, I think there's just time. So with Instagram, you probably have to find out what's the good times. And then what's the good times for the gun guys and stuff like that? YouTube is going to be more, um, it's going to have something to do with your audience size, how many subscribers you have. It does send out some kind of alerts, especially if they've clicked that um, yeah. that alert bell. So, um, you know, that may work better. I know that we've been building an audience here because we've been doing this for some time. You know, mm -hmm. not everyone that subscribed to me obviously comes in and watches the mm -hmm. show, but they're folks who really enjoy it. And I think we're kind of like at a good time because 
people, a lot of people around the country are coming home and they're mm -hmm. chillaxing. Well, yet, yesterday I watched you guys on the drive home. God knows what that's going to do to my data plan because I only get like 12 gigs of 4 g <laughs> and it drops down. But uh, I watched apologies. a good part of it yesterday while I was driving. I, I think that's still legal here in Indiana. I don't know. I was mostly listening to it, not watching it. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. there you go. Clean it up. Clean yeah. it up, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Clean listening, listening, not watching, listening with listen, my ears. Yeah. Walter, are you looking at some news? I, I sense no, I was, you're looking at the Fox News. No, I was no, I was just looking at the chat a little bit, that's all. Oh, okay. What's going on in the chat? Well, uh, no, just nothing nothing dramatic. Just they were talking uh -huh. about pussy galore and yeah, and Shinola and yeah. Yeah. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. So Yeah. Um, um so and I, I answered some questions about the uh, Hill and Mac Gunworks STG. Yeah, I would love to see that. We've been waiting for that for, oh, some, I'm, for a long I'm gonna, time. I'm going to run a thousand rounds through it when I get it. I got to shoot it. So, yeah, Rockstar sixty-one eleven says, um, "What do I think of the South Africans forcing white people off their farms?" Oh God, that's bad. I thought people in South Africa had worked through their shit and gotten no. over it. Oh. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, seriously, they had a, like a whole Dang. thing, right? They had a whole thing where everyone forgave everyone. No, 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 no. You don't understand how it works. There's the socialists get into power and then it's time for paybacks. Yeah. So let's, let's pay back against the white guy and take all the their farmers who produce something. And now you're going to hand it back to you're going to turn it into a, starts with an S and ends with a hole. Mm -hmm. um, just like a lot of the other. Anyways, we'll go on. I don't piss anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> uh you South Africa is a, South Africa is one of the few countries in Africa that's relatively productive, and they they have industrial stuff and they make things and and they have a you know cities up until stuff. this point up until this point right and now, now little by little it'll turn into Kenya and it'll turn into you know where it kind of just goes away. Yeah, Joe is showing off his don't tread on me. He also has it tattooed on him. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got I got I got well join or die. We got a don't tread on me. Over here, I got a lot. Yeah. What's this? What's that one? Molon Lave. It's a Greek Spartan. How do oh, we, how do we get the lighting in here? Molon Lave. Okay. Does um, does Indiana have open? Does Indiana have open carry? Yes. So Indiana has a license to carry a handgun, which doesn't specify open or concealed. But if you if you go out in the street and protest with your Mosin, we end up in the jail. You do not need a light. So in Indiana, you do not need a license to carry a rifle or a shotgun, be it open or uh, or concealed. So you could technically not have a license to carry a handgun. You could just throw a rifle over your shoulder and walk pretty much wherever you want to go. And it's completely legal. OK, cool. Um, so I carry my revolver. Single action has a question for us. Uh, he says, why do grapes make me burp, Hank? <laughs> Um, any of you geniuses want to answer this one? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm, assu I'm assuming it has something to do with the acidity level. Stop <laughs> swallowing air as you're swallowing your grapes, I guess. Yeah, you know. I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know. Anything with a high level. It's making wine. It's making wine. Um, That's why it makes you burp. <laughs> yeah. When it goes down in your stomach, it's working on wine. Fermenting. Huh? Fermenting. Fer fermenting. The sugar. Oh, Lola, who actually knows about it, says it's the sugar. Oh, okay. Okay. There you okay. go. Yeah, Lola knows about this stuff. <laughs> hey, you, so, you mentioned you mentioned South Africa. 
and, and things going on there. It's another thing we don't hear about is Venezuela and how bad it is there. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, the news media doesn't want to show us that. Well, cause that's their socialist brothers. You know, that's why they can't. Yeah. They can't show the truth, you know, but um, yeah, that's another place that one of the largest producers of oil and it's a crap hole because of the socialists. So I don't know. Poor people. Yeah, you don't feel bad. <laughs> I What's can't that? even read some of the answers people put in the chat to that question. <laughs> Nothing is fermenting in the human stomach. I know. I just had to say it. Come on. Yeah, but no, no, no. Just look at the other. There's a bunch of crazy. What? What? There's a bunch of uh, crazy responses. You're gonna have okay. to scroll up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Chew your grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, there's a there's there's some other. Okay. There's some other very rude responses okay. to it. That, uh, let's just leave it there. Okay, that's cool. Let's just leave it there. But you know, that's how that's how the people get down. <laughs> <laughs> now we roll here. Yeah, that's how people get down. Okay, so let's see what else. Um, did we hit everything in the news? I don't think there was any other create. There was something that I was forgetting to tell you guys about. Let's yeah, see. Most, most of it. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Walter? You weren't here yesterday. Did you see the letter from uh, Marty Daniels? <laughs> Backing up. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What you, yeah. What did you think about that? Well, what, what, uh, why did he say it to begin with? Or why did they say it? Or why did the company say it? Why? why didn't, they, didn't they think something like this would happen? I mean, I don't know. I, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. You can't play both sides. You know, you got to pick. You got to pick your which side you want to be on, and and do it. You know, that's hey, I, I yeah. There's a lot of I, th I probably there's a lot of influences there in that company that that um that, that we're um, maybe we're not aware of. I wonder who right. he's taking his advice from, and he has to wait until we get all up in torches and pitchforks. And, pe and, and people cancel orders and say they're not going to sell their guns. And right. this, is not, this is not a time where Daniel's defense needs people not selling their guns. Yeah. You see that huge ass building they're in? I'm like, yeah. what the hell? I mean, also their right. whole slogan, if you look at this, if you look at the letter, is it like um they're I think they're freedom. Yeah, they're yeah, um, the yeah, we're manufacturing freedom. Yeah, that's it. Manufacturing. Right, sure. Okay. Yeah. So 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 here's my question on this whole thing. And and I do not know Marty Daniels. There are some manufacturers I've met and I've talked with. Uh like I talked with before this latest thing with the X products guy, um, I, I, I spoke with him. I met him a couple of times and I spoke with him not too long before that. And he was very wishy-washy on the right to keep and bear arms. I mean, it, it was, it was odd, very peculiar. Um, so him making his statement, for example, the X products guy didn't really catch me out of the blue because that dude was just really strange to talk to that one time. Now, with Marty, I don't know that. However, in his little thing, and I'm not saying up for him, I don't own a single Daniel Defense product. I don't own one. Um, so I'm, I have no dog in the Daniel's defense fight. But they cited National Shooting Sports Foundation and NRA for supporting this bill. So the question is, is a guy like Marty Daniels, is he actually, does he actually so involved in the day-to-day -day running uh, that he is just taking the advice of, the contacts he has with National Shooting Sports Foundation and NRA at face value, or did he spend any time looking into this bill? Because NSSF and NRA, especially NRA, have been pushing this damn fixed NICS bill. You know, obviously we all know it like hell. So the question there would be, 
did he just go based on what they say or did he know what was actually in the bill? I don't know. I don't know him enough to know that for sure. How busy he actually is versus how busy he says he is. I don't know. It could have been one of these things where he's like, oh, well, the NSSF and the NRA are telling me it's good. It must be good. It could be. I don't know. And like I said, I don't have a dog in the hunt, so I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just trying to look at both sides of it just because I know the the wool the NRA is pulling over everybody's eyes. I thought that Marty Daniels kind of like a lot of people do when their business gets to a certain point, they step back and go into the creative mode and not don't do the daily running of the business. Right. Uh, I thought I heard something about that recently. So maybe that's part of it. Um, I know he started with basically nothing and, um, you know, and borrowed some money from a family member and, you know, and yeah. the right place at the right time and got things done and, you know, right. Where he's at, but I, I, I'm a member of the NSF NSSF too, you know, cause yeah, to get a good shot show table, you need to be. Um, yeah. So I, but, so I, I, I actually just got my letter in the mail to renew my NSSF membership uh, not that long ago, just like within the past month. And I was going to send it in. And But do I really want to re-up my NSSF membership right now with them fully supporting this and being full uh, full FUD, for back of a letter, for lack of a better term, yeah. on this whole fixed Nick's position and some of the other shenanigans that's going on? I don't know. So yeah, I think I think a lot of these companies are out of touch, not just the NRA. I think the NSSF is out of touch. I've oh. tried to talk to them about it. By the way, we've tried to t- let me tell you guys a funny story. So, you know, I do have a gun from Daniel Defense, by the way. Um, <laughs> you have uh, you have an expensive gun. Yeah, I got. Yes, I got a pretty high end Daniel Defense gun. And we and, you know, they didn't. I bought it on my own and all that kind of stuff. Did some horse trading and whatever for it. So anyway, I have that. And, um, you know, I've, I've always heard of Daniel defense and all that kind of stuff. I did meet them. I think, um, I met someone from there, one of their marketing guys, actually the vice president, I think of marketing at, um, at that event that we did with Marsh Turay in Atlanta. Right. And we asked them to come on the show before all of this stuff came up last week, we asked them to come on the show and they told us, that they didn't want to come on the show because they were avoiding political conversations at this time. <laughs> That's what they said. That's before all of this happened. So then you see that he put out this message and it really does bring up the question, like if that was their part, or maybe that was just an excuse they were giving to us. They didn't want to come on here and talk about stuff with us. Uh, and then I know someone was saying, Hey, I think it was Tyvon was asking me how we don't, how come we don't get them to come on? They don't want to come on and talk about these kind of things. That's what they're saying. And then he came out and put out that statement. Maybe, you know, maybe this is really what he believes. There are FUDs out there that really believe this. And maybe he believes that and he's in that FUD category. But when, when it came down to dollars and cents and they realized that it was destructive to business, they were like, hey, let's just back the hell off right now. And maybe that was the best advice that anyone could give them, like totally retract and pull back from that at this time because you're in danger of never having a company ever again. Yeah, huh. I, I would say they're unlike other. And, and, and again, I don't have a hunt in the fight. I don't know him, so I have no idea where he's coming from. But if you're going to make a retraction and an apology, I think he did a solid retraction and apology. Again, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying that the the, the retraction and apology was solid. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. If you're going to do it, you back all the way the hell out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I think that I think that's the way that you go about it. And he backed all the way out. I think that he realized overwhelmingly, you know, in in 48 hours, like, oh, (laughs) there's something. There's somebody on this I haven't seen. Somebody's paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, that's pretty much what happened there. Someone is saying, um, I guess the, the owner of Geisley, I see someone said that he, I don't know what the owner of Geisley said. I probably missed that. I don't know if either one of you guys have seen that. Um, yeah. I, I saw a snippet. Basically, Bill Guy, uh, Bill Geisley, and somebody in the comments can break can can put exact. Basically, Bill Geisley came out and did the opposite of what uh, Daniel's defense did out of the gate. <laughs> so, uh, th- and there are other great companies out there that are coming out staunchly in favor of freedom, uh, such as Griffin Armament, for example. Uh, Griffin Armaments come out hard out of the gate. Palmetto State has, yeah. um, you know, so, so there are a lot of great companies and those are the companies we need to support. Um, you know, and, and those are the companies I'm looking to, to the future to continue the parts and the builds and the firearms that I get. Um, you know, I have no, uh, I have no urge to look into anything Daniel's defense at any time in the, in the near future at all. Um, and I, yeah, I, I would agree with some of the comments that are being made in the chat and other things that have been uh, put on what put on what I've done as well that, you know, if they if if they really want to want to make it count, they would uh, they would disassociate their further donations to NSSF and uh, and NRA and put those donations toward another organization like Gun Owners of America. Absolutely. Uh, and one, I, I think that would be a great way to, uh, to to move forward and show that they're really serious about that. Absolutely. Because you, you would think if they were legitimately mis if, if Daniel's defense was legitimately misled by NSSF and NRA which is definitely possible. If they were legitimately misled, if I was Marty Daniels right now, I would be freaking livid and pissed at the NRA and NSSF. Be like, why did you tell me all this when there was all this hidden crap in it that, that you know, look what you've done to me. You know, I trusted you guys and look what you did. To me. Yeah. So why, you know, if, if he was, if that was the actual case, he would be looking to move forward with another pro-gun organization that actually was no compromise. That would be the GOA. But we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. I totally 100 percent agree with you. You know, if you really feel this companies out there help out the GOA, all they do is fight this crap. Mm -hmm. They don't do all the shows and all that kind of stuff. One quick thing. I know we're about to go. I can't leave without talking about Donald Trump. And I'm not talking about Stormy Daniels. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, although I would like to. I'd like to talk about Stormy Daniels. Um, So, huh? Never mind. I won't say it. Oh, <laughs> I had good bad thoughts. Yeah. So because um, I think I heard that Stormy Daniels, by the way, was saying that she's willing to pay back whatever hush money uh, she got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So check this out. So Trump's Space Force sounds a lot sounds a lot like the Space Corps his administration didn't want. So today, during a speech to military members in San Diego, San Diego, President Trump proposed the idea of creating an entirely new branch of the U.S. military specifically geared towards war efforts in space. He dubbed this theoretical new branch the Space Force, uh, noting that such a new agency would uh, become a reality soon. What do you guys think about that? Uh, makes for good sci-fi. Yeah, I guess. Um I don't know. I, I I don't know if we if we necessarily need that right now. Well, I, I have news for you. It's already going on. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, is Moonraker happening up right there right now? We just don't know. about it. Uh, 
There will no. be there there will be a race. There's certain there's certain um, things I know that are on the moon, for example, and in other places. The Germans. Bench- yeah. yeah, that too. If you've ever watched Iron, uh, is it Iron Eagle? I think it's uh, Iron Sky. Iron Sky. All you have to do is look at Iron Sky, and and you'll yeah. you'll know about that. <laughs> but uh, you know. <laughs> There's already stuff. They already have stuff up there that's floating around with satellites. You just don't know about it. I guarantee you. Yeah. Um, How, so, can I ask you? Is there going to be age restrictions on the space on the space force? <laughs> you know, are they going to have? Uh, are they going to be special restrictions here on how fast the laser beams can fire? How many? <laughs> how many? How many shots per minute or second? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, how many yeah. blasts of a laser beam can how you? Many, how many pew pews can you do in a second? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there a machine? Is there a laser machine gun? I mean, you know, I don't know, man. It's uh, I'm all actually for us uh, developing our our abilities to go into space and do oh, lots yeah. of other things. But uh, yeah, I just well, figured we couldn't get out of here without talking about that. You have right? to you have to do it because you kind of have to do it because others are doing it. So. Yeah, um, but I mean, we we get, we have companies like SpaceX right now out there doing doing what NASA has never been able to do, uh, you know, right out of the gate. I mean, they are they are SpaceX is absolutely killing it right now. Why not let private companies continue to develop, continue to innovate? Let them make freaking lasers. I mean, if you water, water black water space, fine, whatever, yeah. I don't care. Like, let them do lasers. their thing. Yeah, black, lasers. black space. There we go. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, lasers. I can't help but think of uh, what's his name, um, Austin Powers. Yeah, but who was it? Oh, Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil. <laughs> freaking freaking lasers! <laughs> there you go. Um, who was this that said this? Uh, Florida Gun says, "Will the U.S. have men on Uranus?" <laughs> 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 okay, you know what? Let's wrap it up before. Let's on that. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay, Joe, what do you have going on, man? <laughs> what do I have going on? Um. I got uh, I got a pistol review coming out uh, soon. The uh, SAR nine, that Turkish nine millimeter handgun that looks a lot like a VP nine. It's done great. That review is coming out soon. I got a Bushnell Engage video four to sixteen. That thing's got an MSRP of three hundred ninety nine bucks. Um, hell of a lot of optic for its price point. I'm also doing some pretty cool things right now. And this thing's actually charging right now. I don't take it off charge, but some really cool things from Olight. Um, economically priced, great warranties, and man, they are just they are blowing me away with some of their quality. I mean, this little freaking headlight, 500 lumens on this thing. And uh, you get a couple hours of runtime on that. If you turn it down to moon level, it's good for like 100 days. Wow, cool. Um, not just that, but even even some of these other lights. So they're going to have a cool thing coming up soon. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff coming on the channel. It's going to be coming fast and furious. There's also some really cool something that's coming out that's going to drop in exactly 30 days. That's super secret squirrel that I can't talk about. But you guys are not going to want to miss it. Uh, April thirteenth, Friday, April thirteenth. Okay. You're going to want to so make sure you check I'll, it. I'll out. That day, as a Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, come back, keep us in mind with that, and uh, you know, absolutely, keep us posted on it. Okay, Walter, what you got going on, man? Uh, we're just making stuff in the shop. Facebook, Instagram. Stay tuned. Working on parts for the HK dock, by the way. Oh yeah. 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 Um, everyone's, everyone's looking forward to that. I know they are. I'm, I'm, we're, we're working on. It. We're working on it. So. Don't muzzle, like, me, bro. Don't muzzle don't me, bro. Don't muzzle me. Don't muzzle me, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, we're working on that and um, and some other stuff, too. I talked to a dude today that came in about injection molding, so who knows what will be coming up down the pipe. Oh, so, interesting. Uh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, you like that? Kess yes, injection 
stuff. Yes, lightweight. I do. I do. Yeah, I, I yeah. like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's about a, freaking time. I'll have to get a second mortgage, but yeah. I like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. right. That's, that's business. So anyway, all right. um, yeah. Very cool. Okay, so I'm going to thank everyone that's in the chat for joining us, everyone that gave us those thumbs ups. We really appreciate it. Thank you to all the people that are supporting us on Patreon. Our Patreon is growing every day, and we're uh, and we're thankful for that. Uh, our Patreon is uh, Patreon slash Hank Strange. Uh, shout out to the people that sponsor the channel. There you go right there. See a new sponsor, ATI Outdoors, as well as Safety Harbor Firearms and Andrew's Custom Leather. And, of course, Big Daddy Guns. Thanks to these guys for sponsoring us. Don't forget about the Big Daddy Guns Unlimited thing that's going on. Don't forget about HankStrange.tv. That's how you keep uh, keep up with us. That's our email list. Go join that. You know, mm-hmm. lots of good stuff going on there. Thanks to Joe from 13C Gun Reviews for coming in. Oh. Please subscribe to 13C Gun Reviews. And uh, thanks to Walter for joining us. Uh, I have no clue what's going on tomorrow, but we will be back. Little same life. bat time, same bat, bat channel. channel. We're out of here. (laughs) All right. Have a great night, everybody.